This show is a proud member of the Bobo Broadcasting Network. Check out our other great shows at BoboBroadcasting.com. Welcome back, guys. Season 6, episode 23, our penultimate episode for the whole season. Yay! And we're going to start off with a bowl of, what is it, golden pineapple with, what kind of keef is it? Uh, so it's the keef I scraped out of the bottom of my grinder. Uh, it's probably 30 or 40 different strains of pot. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's something, I got about probably a gram, a gram and a half of keef out of it when all was said and done. Oh, shit. So this whole bowl, I tweeted out a picture of a bunch of weed earlier that we had. Uh, is that not loud enough for you? <coughs> Man. <coughs> so <coughs> wait. <coughs> this is um, golden pineapple, people. Come on. Uh, everyone out there, smoke your bowls. Uh, spark up your um, hash pipes. Smoke your um, waxes. Uh, shatters. Put on your shatter, butter, yeah. sap. Shatters, butters. Keep talking. Sap. There you go. Wax. Wax. Bubbles. bubbles. What else? Full melt. Yeah. Um, I think we're a little Coats. spoiled now in California with all the different types of weeds we can get. But uh, whatever. That's tasty. That is. Well, with a hundred different types of weed keef on top I know, of it. I know, it's like everything that we smoke on the show is in here somewhere, <laughs> probably. Probably. <coughs> to a greater extent or not, yeah. <coughs> oh, oh my god. It tastes Ooh. earthy. What? Earthy? <laughs> Alright, what do you guys think of the new Call of Duty ripoff of Halo and Titanfall game that came out? You didn't see it? I didn't you see didn't it. You didn't see it at all? No, <laughs> but then Call of Duty is so not on my radar anymore that I'm not surprised. Uh, well, it has Kevin Spacey in it. Uh, Kevin Spacey is playing basically his House of Cards character. I saw that part. Yeah. I just saw that, that Kevin Spacey was doing some Call of Duty bullshit. And they're wearing like Elysium type mech suits that go around the outside of their body and they're jumping around really high and stuff. A la like uh, Titanfall-esque climbing walls. They say it's a new engine, but whatever. Is this, for, uh-huh. is this all around for all the systems? Uh, no. I think it's only for PC, Xbox One, and PS4. That's what I meant. The current generation. Yeah. Uh, no, it probably will be. It probably will be for 360, because, you know, there's still a huge audience for that shit. So, yeah. I'm sure it will be for everything. But, yeah, it looks like a ripoff. It's called Modern Warfare. So, right. they dropped Call of Duty entirely? No, it's Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Then they had Call of Duty... Um, what's the other one? Uh, no, no. Uh, it's not Modern War. Modern War Fighter. That's what it is. Oh, really? Jeez. Oh, Call of Duty Modern War Fighter. That's subtle. I think, yeah. So it was like a two-minute trailer. It shows them on hover bikes. It shows them uh, climbing walls and 
just controlling mechs. They're using cloaking now, just like um, Ghost Recon and Titanfall. Titanfall, Ghost Recon, all that other shit. I don't know. It's another money grab. It's going to make a billion dollars in 24 hours again, just like every other one. Because all the mouth breathers are going to run out and buy it. Yep. New game. Got to have it. Oh, yeah. I haven't even bought in the last one. I didn't buy... I didn't even rent the last one. Yeah, me either. I think the last <laughs> Call of Duty I bought was Call of uh, Modern Warfare 2. Black Ops 2 was the last one I got. Or no, I bought Black Ops. Oh, you, bought, you had two, right? You bought Black Ops 2. I didn't. I you didn't even play it. You were sick of it by it. then? Yeah. Uh, I was sick of it after Black Ops 2, because it's the same thing again. Run out and get shot, run out and get shot. And there's no ingenuity. It was new when it first came out. With all the leveling up and all that stuff, that was great. But then that's all they stuck to, and they didn't do anything after it. Yeah, but whatever. It's going to be the same shit again. A repeat. So yeah, all you Call of Duty fans, that should be awesome for you guys. If there was progression between games where you could take your, you know, prestige level to the next iteration, that would make it a little more exciting, I think. Uh, it's not a bad idea. Or at like least an import char- character import. Almost, yeah. Well, you know they're doing three. They're doing two-year cycles with each one. There's three developers now. Right. There's Activision, Treyarch, and Sledgehammer. Activision's the publisher. So don't no, get them confused. They're the. No, they're, no, they're they're all they are split up into three different. Really? So yeah. Activision is directly developing so, now too. So each person is given a two-year development cycle. So Sledgehammer is just at their end. So this is their game. And then after that, it's going to be Triarch, Treyarch. And they do Blops. With Black Ops 3 or whatever. And then it's going to be Ghost 2 with Activision. Oh, so it's like a running cycle of these fucking Call of Duty games. Who Three different companies. Cares? Two-year cycles in between each game. But it's insane, man, how they just made this thing just a money whore. Well, it's like Madden or any of those other staples that come know, out every man. fucking year. I think this puts out way more than Madden. But it's the same thing. You can expect a new one every year of the same fucking shit. It's just a different year. Yeah, uh, but they're slightly all different games, even though they're all shooters. Mm. Right. They, they have their own it. little tweaks. I think it's a test. Is it? All right, what do you guys rate that book? <coughs> 10 out of 10 boo-boos. Boo-boos? As in it grabbed mine. Uh, okay, we're going to still... Okay, this is a regular bowl of uh, golden pineapple. <coughs> On, um, Did you guys see the Gotham trailer? Uh, no, I didn't see the Gotham trailer. What's it like? Heard about it. So it actually looks pretty cool. Fucking. It has what's dark. his face? Um, crazy guy from um, Sons of Anarchy is in it now. The brother who oh, whatever. Not Tig. Yeah, no, the brother. Um, so I I know the main guy's face, but I don't know where I know it from. Um, the guy playing. Um, yeah, the brother of the one. U.S. Marshal. He no. was in. Um, the cop Gordon oh Gordon <laughs> right so um, the guy playing Gordon I recognize his face he's really young you know he's like maybe early 30s <clears throat> uh, late 20s I don't have it up um, uh, no, I know who, I know who Donald he is. Logue is his older scrappy partner okay Donald Logue is the Donald guy Logue. I know he was in Blade and yeah, yeah. he has the beard and yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he's in Sons he, of Anarchy yes right okay. so he's I think supposed to be Bullock Oh, cool. Yes, so, yes, he is a young Bullock. Awesome. No, he's not a young Bullock. He's an old crusty Bullock. He's uh, like the mentor to Gordon. Okay, okay. Right? And then there's a lot of other people who they don't explain what their role is. One guy looks like either a politician or or a businessman who's just like totally corrupt is the impression I got from watching it. Uh-huh. Um, they do show Bruce Wayne, and they in the, the trailer they show... Um, his parents getting shot. <clears throat> and oh, wow. he sh- they show Gordon coming up so to, to Bruce Wayne and says... 
what's your name? He goes, I'm Bruce Wayne. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then it's um, and then he's like, I promise I'll get those people. And apparently, it, it kind of seems to imply that there's some kind of relationship that grows out of that. Um, they show pre-costume Riddler, Catwoman, Penguin, and someone else. Uh, but they show a bunch Joker? of Joker? No, not Joker. No. He was never pre-costume. I mean, he's a he was a person. He was a criminal pre-costume, but he yeah. wasn't okay. uh, he wasn't shown, okay? But anyway, three main Batman villains were uh-huh. along with Batman. So they're implying, you know, they're they're trying well, to tie it all together. Well, easy to do because they're not all fucking disfigured. Well, except for the Penguin. But Catwoman, you could do Selena Kyle, Edward Nygma. No, all those people are easy. Yeah, they're just normal looking people. <laughs> penguin looked pretty normal too. Maybe a little short, but he didn't look disfigured. So they're not or doing weird. all Tim Burton esque <laughs> Penguin. No. No, no they, this is Fox's. They don't have Danny yeah. DeVito in his extra fat yeah. suit. This yeah. is yeah. This would be Fox's um, version of an Arrow type show, or it was pretty dark looking. Well, that's what I'm saying. This say. is going to be their um, first attempts at a comic book show besides The Flash, which. Uh, panned out not the to be one, that great. in nineties. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, oh, that God. was terrible. That was the yeah. last Fox um, uh, superhero show I remember. Oh wow. That had to do with DC. Yeah. So Bullock's old in this. Bullock is probably mid forties, but he looks like he lives a hard life. He looks like he's the pragmatist, um, and that Gordon is kind of an idealist. Where you know, apparently, you know, crime is so bad in Gotham, and Donald Logue's uh, Bullock is like. Yeah, uh, this is war. You've got to take it to him, and you know. Um, so he's not Gordon as subordinate is, as he is in the comics. He's not. Like no, well, no, no. He that may flip later, right? But mm-hmm. it, it's showing him to be the senior detective, like cool. his partner. So they changed it up a bit. Cool. That should be an interesting show. Hopefully, unless it completely bombs. It looks interesting because there are some allusions to um, watching Batman, uh, Bruce Wayne grow into Batman, like. There's a, a a part of the voiceover where um, Gordon is talking to Bruce and and Bruce says, "I'm learning to control my fear." And then Gordon is like, "No, you don't do that. You use it and you find your edge." Mm-hmm. You know, okay. That, so, a little bits of that is cool, but if they get too much of that, right. it's going to be like everything's bat shaped. Like he walk, you know. Yeah. There's like weird hints all over the place. Right. It's like, Okay, give it up. <laughs> Gordon wears a bat belt buckle or something. Well, yeah, yeah. It's you know? just I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, he's like throwing bats at his face. I don't know. But yeah, so I mean, I'll give it a shot for sure. Yeah, it looks I, I was already already a little bit excited about it just because the concept sounded interesting. But seeing the trailer and everyone should go Google it. I mean, Fox has it on their website now. Um, it's only about two minutes long, but it looked good. And that's supposed to come out next fall. They didn't have a release date in the trailer itself. And I didn't go looking around to find uh, out more information. I just, you know, the trailer yeah. looked cool. Yeah, I remember them developing it like a year ago. Yeah, I remember. remember? I We're remember talking yeah, about it. Yeah, we, I remember it being announced, but now they've actually got footage yeah. from in the show, not just like you know an actor talking. Hey, we're talking thinking about, about doing this yeah. show that has Gotham, and I was like, oh my god, a Gotham show! And now they actually have a concept and a design, and they know where yeah. they're going with it. Cool. But you know, it looks like a really violent, uh, dark, gritty Gotham. Good. I mean, you know, you see Thomas Wayne getting shot right in the chest, point blank. You Hopefully see, like, yeah, exactly. Chest explodes. <clears throat> well, they should well, shoot. No, not they, quite that uh, much. It was like a forty-four that he got shot with. They so should. Uh, they should do. They should back. redo it with a um, uh, like a double barrel shotgun or something. There you go. Just off. blow him in half. Yeah, just but like then just Bruce change up the gun once. But Bruce would be turned into jelly. Well, how about too? he kicks Bruce to the side? <laughs> Bam! 
Okay, yeah, you know, because a lot of people don't like to murder kids, right? You know, murdering parents is good enough. But, well, did mm. they show the mom? Because she catches oh, one in the face. No, she didn't get shot in the face. In the torso as well. Get shot. Well, yeah. Well, you know, that saves on special effects too. They're like, just well, do a torso shot. And this Fucking, is, it's a pilot. Who gives is, a fuck? <laughs> this is camera directly on too. So if they showed someone getting shot in the face, it would be pretty graphic, right? Yeah, it would be like in Full Metal Jacket when fucking uh, Gomer, Gomer Pyle blows his fucking brains out, kind of thing. I mean, it was pretty goddamn close. Yeah. Okay, this next bowl we're smoking is uh, M stuff she brought. Um, R17. R17, which is a... Uh, R17, which is a uh, sativa, I think. Okay. And I'm going to rate a uh, movie that I saw. Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man! Okay, it was lame. I, I'm, I was expecting the Ramones Spider-Man song. No, come on, that's so... E- I didn't play that because they whistle the song in the movie, which is actually annoying. Oh, really? <laughs> he whistles the song while beating people up in the movie. Oh, are you fucking like kidding? Like on more than one occasion? Uh, yeah. All right. Wow. It's, it's borderline like the, um, like the live-action Spider-Man show that came out. If anyone remembers that. Oh, God, I think I do. It was on TV. Remember he went like this and they threw nets on people? Yeah, so, the one from like the fifties or sixties. No, no, this is eighties. Oh, this was early eighties. Oh, it was I, am- yeah. I, I loved the show just because it was Spider Man. But if anyone remembers the eighties Spider Man show, where he'd be like this and nets would be thrown on people, his costume was reminiscent of that. Mm. It, and it really took me out of the movie. I'm like, oh my god, it reminds me of that cheap TV show that I used to See, watch. See, you're probably one of like ten people who remember that show. No, dude, that's a classic. Is it? That's a Spidey staple. Is it really? Yes. Yeah. Anyone who grew up like you know, like my age, you know, almost forty, that's a Spidey staple. And this song I I'm remember now, uh, Spider-Man and his special friends. Okay, and this is some of the musical score, which is really lame. I thought. This? Yes, this was in the mu- this is This doesn't <clears throat> fit. It doesn't fit. It's supposed to be Electro going through like it's supposed to be the voices in his head. Sorry, what was his name? Electro. Electro. Sorry. I coined that. Sorry. Electro. Uh it's supposed to be him with like his insane like um psychosis. Yeah. You know, and also it was in a new um sound system that they put in, uh, Aurora or Aereo sound. Areola? Areola sound. And it's 11.1 surround sound, and it's almost like to immerse your head in three. It was decent. It was good surround 11.1. sound. 11.1. <clears throat> yeah, it's not like um, Dolby Atmos. Stick an infinity after it already. What? <laughs> what? Infinity point one. <clears throat> but um, so okay, so so oh yeah, and I have um, I got three pairs of glasses here that you guys can check out here. Here's the three glasses I got. Oh, they're spider themed. Yeah. So these are the 3D glasses Ooh. I was telling you guys about. Um, this summer they're gonna come out with all these three glass um, um, themed glasses. Yeah, I mean the electro ones are like jagged almost. Yeah, they look like they'd be really uncomfortable. They look so, painful. Like if you took them off. Yeah, dude, if you take these off too quick, you're gonna be missing an ear. <laughs> so no, yeah, no. But they have okay the electro ones, but they um, impede your vision. There's like a blue line around it. That's why I didn't wear them during the movie. Um, I wore the uh, the slicker ones. Actually, work really good. These Spider Man, yeah, those look fairly those look comfortable. Like normal glasses. <clears throat> yeah, right. the Spider Man ones look like you know, like a sporty pair of Oakleys or some shit. Yeah, they kind of do. So those so are actually hip. cool. Yeah. So get used to all these themed fucking 3D glasses that are all fucked up. 
And so, okay, so the Spider-Man movie. <laughs> oh, wait, let's smoke this bowl of um, R17. If you insist. On our penultimate episode, guys, it's the penultimate for, uh, if anyone doesn't know what that means, it's the second to last episode of any TV show. You hear it a lot in, like, TV series. Or penultimate anything is just the second to last. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, I always hear it in TVs. Yeah. Like, of the season, even. Of the season? Well, yeah, of the season. Second to last episode of the season, sorry. That was M, guys. <laughs> Here, M, you can have green hit. We'll, sm we'll go around this way. And, okay, while well, I rate uh, Spider-Man. So, it's an 11.1 surround sound, whatever. It shows his parents, like, what happens to his parents now. So, spoiler alert <clears throat> for anyone who wants to see this movie. I'm going to spoil the shit out of it. So, I'll give you five, four, three. Okay, so. <laughs> he, <laughs> Cut off your countdown. <laughs> Spider-Man wins. Yeah, it shows his parents fighting, and it shows why his parents just fucking, um, uh, basically, the pilot of their plane gets beat up. He dies. They try to they fight the guy who's trying to jump out with a parachute, you know, that whole fucking scenario. Oh, no, they never don't get the guy. Parachutes. Yeah, never enough never parachutes. Never enough Bam, parachutes. they both blow up on impact. It's like the hot dogs and the buns. But, like, while he's fighting, he's trying to up... The plane's flying down, dude. He's uploading a program, like, the internet's still working, right, on a plane that's flying down at 100 miles an hour. I'm like, really? He's, like, he's like grabbing the laptop with all the G-forces and, like, pressing upload. It was... Oh, my God. And he closed the laptop and kept opening it. And most laptops, when you close them, they shut off. Yeah, and you open them back up. This thing was still on. I don't know. It was whatever. but <laughs> It's a special one. But he was grabbing onto it and uploading the program while this guy was beating the shit out of um, uh, Spider-Man's dad. Nice. I don't know. It was, I thought it was weird. Hmm. It was like a weird version. And they, um, they just tried to cram too much into this. And so... They tr the elect bro, he he was met because Spider-Man's flying around the fucking neighborhood. So after that, it shows Spider-Man going, wee, wee. So it shows, like, the dark beginning of the parents dying. And then it shows Spider-Man flying around the city. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm messing up the thing. We'll pass this bull around to the left. So, okay, so Spider-Man's flying around the city, and now he's, like, in his mid-primes, and he's still dating Gwen Stacy. And so at one point... Alec bro, he's basically the um, uh, uh, Riddler ripoff character who's all nerdy and he mm -hmm. worships Spider-Man and he has all these pictures of Spider-Man up in his house. So it's a ripoff of like fucking um, the, the, the Batman movie. The Jim Carrey Riddler? Yeah, the Jim Carrey Riddler movie. And people were complaining about that because he ripped off that whole st um, scenario. So Spider-Man saves him, his blueprints, because he's the genius who invented the power grid that controls the whole city now. So the whole city's running on Oscorp's power grid. And so he saves him from blueprints. He's like, oh my God, Spider-Man, you noticed me. You know who I am. You know, one of those things. I don't know. And so Spider-Man notices him. He works late at night. Elect bro, of course, falls into the electric eels like in the comic book. That's how it happened? Yeah. Wow. There's, a, there's electric eels, apparently, that were inside of a tank that he was working around, and he was working by himself, of course, you know, the old work by yourself, uh-oh. <clears throat> and so then Oscorp tries to hide who he is. So he basically fries to a crisp, and like he has like a weird gray coating on the outside of him. They put him in the morgue. He's like, his whole thing just breaks, he, uh, his whole skin turns into like this bluish weird, you know, the mm -hmm. shit you see in the commercial. Right. 
So he breaks out of that shit, walks down the street, and sees in all this weird vision. You know, all he sees is electricity. So he runs towards Times Square after he gets out of the morgue. And then he just fucking starts going crazy and starts shooting lightning everywhere, not knowing what the fuck's happening. Spider-Man's banging Gwen Stacy, looks over. Oh, shit, something's going on. Boom, swings over, starts fighting him for the first time. They meet. Uh, Spider-Man basically knocks him out with a fire hose. <clears throat> Makes sense. Short yeah. circuit is yeah, that. Yeah, he just, you know, shoots him out with a fire hose because Electro doesn't know his powers yet. He's basically still going psychotic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and all of his his whole face shows up on the Times Square, you know, all the banner and mm-hmm. all the fucking screens. He's like, oh, everyone notices me. You know, it's just a big, like, fucking wants so to be noticed. So he's an attention whore. Yeah, he just wants to be noticed. It's a really stupid premise. And so Spider-Man beats the shit out him, throws him away, and and then right after that, his buddy, uh, Ozzy, or Ozzy, um, Harry Osborn comes in. Oh, I've been away for some reason at a boarding school because my dad, who actually died who's dying now because he has that weird lizard disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically, he's inherited a disease that he didn't know he had until his dad told him was on his deathbed. So he starts thanks, freaking dad. out. Huh? I know, he's like, thanks. He's like, oh yeah, by the way, you're going to die the same way. Have you felt the shakes in your hand and like all this shit? He's like, god damn it. So he's freaking out. Now he's looking for fucking Spider-Man to get his antidote thing. So that sends him on the, thi- on the little... Um, crusade to find out who spider-man is and get his blood because he wants to inject his blood with the serum but no one knows that spider-man's father was the dna that they used to make the sample so that's Mm -hmm. the only reason why it works on spider-man and no one else that's why it mutates everybody else so his dad was the one who used himself in the sample with the spider fluid or whatever the fuck it is so that's why he doesn't get infected and so that's like that's the bi- that's a big reveal, right? Back to the first movie. <clears throat> no, we didn't know that he. That was the only reason why it mutated everybody. Right. Because everyone was just like, oh, we're just using but, it wrong, or we don't have the right right. But fluids we didn't or whatever. know that it was because of the DNA relation that Spider-Man became who he was, and everyone else turns into the lizard. That's true. Yeah. So okay. So AKA Electro, AKA Max Dillon. So he. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's weird. Okay, so actually, so Harry finds out about this. Um, he injects him. He finds out about a secret lab that his dad's been hiding, basically where the Sinister Six is supposed to come out of, because it shows um, it shows uh, Vulture's fucking costume. It shows Octoman's costume, or what's his name? Doctor Doc Octopus. Ox. Yeah. It shows. Uh, what do you guys rate that weed? Um. I'll say uh, nine out of ten. Oh it's man, a, what? It's a that, good was for, that scores for a different movie, guys. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> this whole time <laughs> it was, dude. I'm like, what the fuck? Nine out of ten. Okay. Our seventeens. Yeah, nine out of ten. Um, almost jetliners. SR seventy ones. I don't know. <laughs> um, so <laughs> that was good, man. Stony weed. Smoke another bowl of it. So anyway, so he finds out um, who Spider-Man is, basically. Going, you're lying to me, Peter. And so they're fighting. And, and meanwhile, just it shows... I don't know, man. It's just, it's just a lot of filler that doesn't need to be there. So, so what else does he do? Uh, he takes tr- Peter, and then um, he, uh, he finds the actual secret lab. And then he injects himself with the shit, becoming the Hobgoblin. 
right? That's the son. The Hobgoblin. Yeah, Hobgoblin is uh, Harry Osborn. <clears throat> Norman Osborn is supposed to be the Green Goblin. Yes. Okay. So, okay, so to wrap it up, so Hobgoblin shows up, oh no, after um, Spider-Man fights Electro in the whole power station thing. Oh, he needed to short him out and blow him up like a battery. Okay, boom. So that's, they finish him off, um, and then while that's going, oh, you saved me, and then comes in fucking uh, Hobgoblin, grabs Gwen Stacy, they're fighting, do 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 Gwen Stacy falls, he can't f- catch her in time. He ba- barely catches her, she smacks her head, kills her. Oh, so they do do that. So, 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 they, so they killed Gwen Stacy off, which is good. Yep. Um, because they're supposed to, and everyone knew it was going to happen. But well, the, it's good at least one of the goblins kills. But like when he's shooting his web down, right? He, and it shows his web. His web's reaching out like a hand. It has like fingers on it. I'm like, Aww. come on. It's <laughs> so touching. <laughs> it's so stupid. I'm like, you don't need a web with... It had like a hand. It was like a hand web. <laughs> it was. Well, it was the emotion of Spider-Man in the web. Yeah, that- and it was just pathetic. It didn't work. Okay, it didn't work. Yeah, that sounds silly. It had cool 3D, cool special effects, but the story was horrible. Um, the costume wasn't that great. Hobgoblin mm. is actually pretty cool. Yeah. You know, um, I was at the drive-ins last weekend, and I saw Spider-Man out of the corner of my eye because it was on the screen right to the right of me. Yeah. And uh, it looked pretty cool from the action bits that I saw. Yeah, it has cool action stuff. And um, and so by the end, um, he Spider-Man's all depressed. Wah, he hides <laughs> for like six months. And they go, where's Spider-Man? And then um, Rhino shows up in the middle of the street mm-hmm. because um, Harry, Harry gets beat up. And now he's in jail, still controlling everything. Mm-hmm. So he's going to bring out the Sinister Six. So Rhino... Um, Rhino was never in the Sinister Six. Well, I know, but he's just at the end of the movie. He's just a big numbnut. I know, but he's at the end of the movie. Rhino is out there, and the little kid stands up to him, and then Spider-Man's like, hold on, kid, I'll be... It's like a Superman ripoff. Right. But with Spider-Man. Well, it sounds like it's queuing up the next movie, Well, and it ends with him fucking fighting Rhino. Right in the middle. And there's like, okay, that's it, credits. Was there any little bit at the end? Like uh, No, no, the little bit was horrible. The little bit at the end was actually a commercial for X-Men 2. Oh. I'm like, what the fuck is in the middle of the credits? So wasn't it teased for anything? No. Oh, that's bullshit. In the middle of the credits, it was a commercial for X-Men 2. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. It's supposed to be a tease. Well, I waited till the end. There's oh, nothing. But no, this isn't Marvel Disney. They're the ones who do the tease. This no, is, they did a tease is... at the end of Spider-Man 1. Did they? Yeah, oh, yeah. They I did a tease. They showed the, it? They showed the, um, the guy with the fucking hat talking to the guy in the fucking prison, Ravenswood or Ravenscroft oh, right. or whatever the fuck. The... The lizard talking to some shadowy dude. Yeah. yeah, we still don't know who he is. He was talking to a couple shadowy guys. He reminds me of those weird um, uh, McGruff the Crime Dog commercials. Yeah. But <laughs> that's what hey I'm... kids, hey kids, you want to prevent crime? He's all <laughs> whacking off underneath his fucking trench coat. That's what they're for. Is that how you prevent crime? Yeah. Okay. I'm McGruff the Crime Dog. Yeah, if you guys remember that shit. <laughs> that's that's, it, that's going yep. way back. But because he had a trench coat and the fucking and hat, mm-hmm. and he reminded me, and he pop out of the shadows, but you didn't see his face. That was McGruff the crime dog. Because like, what the fuck, you pervert? What the hell? Seriously. <laughs> Hiding in the shadows with a trench coat? Talking to me about crime? Perverted. All the cops. Perverted fucking dog. Okay. So um, I give it five out of five ear holes, four to five eye holes. And three out of five rhino suits for Spider-Man 2, the amazing whatever. It was all right. Whatever. <laughs> but I spoiled it for you guys. 
All right, go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this weekend I was at the drive-ins. I saw Captain America 2. What do you think? I thought it was awesome. Right? Yeah. Um, you know. Did I, did I spoil it for you? No. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, the action was great. You know, the one thing that I was kind of missing was uh, Red Falcon's fucking little flashy feather things that he shoots instead of little machine pistols but whatever well you know they have to modernize and that was like ah, a that was a prototype be. suit he was using too yeah so maybe stark will gin him up something yeah awesome i'm sure or something. yeah i'm sure next time around stark's gonna give him a sick suit yeah but i mean red falcon was a lot of fun he was cool black He's, falcon hey yo hey yo he's <laughs> always been black falcon by your reckoning then yeah um but uh i like the fact that he didn't have a little fucking hawk that he could see through its eyes in the comics he has a like a familiar which is a hawk oh really which flies around with him well, and he can on. see through the hawk's eyes they have to base it in some reality jesus christ well, okay, Thor. Uh huh. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, uh, maybe, oh maybe God, they'll do like some weird. Science. Maybe they'll. Do I some... like they dropped that. By the way, well, that's my point. <clears throat> well, in like um, in Marvel Agents of Shield, they mm. actually they tell you how Coulson came back alive. Really? So anyone who I thought hasn't... Shield was supposed to happen before the events of Avengers. No, Avengers. No, it's after. So before anyone you... during after. Yeah, so anyone who hasn't seen the show doesn't know that Coulson's alive. They think he's dead still. Uh-huh. And in the TV show, they still think that um, Fury's dead. Oh, really? Yes, because they're keeping that under wraps for certain people. Well, he dropped off the grid after they kind well, of. Well, but Coulson still. Th- Coulson says knows he thinks he's dead still. Right. Okay. So, but at the end of Captain America, two, everyone's secret in Shield is out there. Yeah, Hydra just outs him, right? No. Hello. Black, <laughs> Black Widow does. Black, oh. <gasps> yeah. So, ScarJo. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I really well, like the movies. Well, a lot of fun. Well, she drops everyone's identity, is what she does. And all the secrets, all the yeah. fucking dirty shit yeah, that she's she like, has done. Beep, boop, boop, ba, beep, boop, beep. You know? So, but, you know, I mean, it's a beat em up. It's definitely good Captain America fare, as far as I know. I liked how they modernized most things. Um, We'll see what happens with uh, Red Falcon coming into Avengers 2. I uh, mean, did you watch the very end credits? What happened at the super end of the credits? Super end. I don't remember them. There was the I was second... at the drive-ins. It was 1 o'clock, so I was packing everything up to uh, go. Damn it! Yeah. There was the second ending credits I didn't watch. Mm. The first ending credits was them with, uh, um, with Loki's staff. Yes. Remember? Then it, showed, the, testing. Then it showed you know Quicksilver and Flippity-Flop. Yeah. Uh, Red Witch. Or whatever her name Scarlet is. Scarlet Bitch. <laughs> or that's, um, that's what's her face? I forget her name. Uh, Dunno. The, like the third Olsen sister. Oh, really? Yeah. The younger the Olsen? The one that can act. Yeah. <laughs> the one who doesn't have problems with eating disorders? Yeah, she was in that horror movie. Was third um, one? Yeah. yeah. Huh. She's a few years younger and is a much better actor than both of yes. Mary-Kate or Ashley. Yeah. All right, so what do you rate Captain America? Uh, Captain America 2, I will say, is a four and a half out of five. Um, People are calling him Captain Puerto Rico because the way his flag, because the, the, his suit was set up like the Puerto Rican flag. It was one star, and then oh. it, was the, it was the colors. But I mean, in Whatever. the comic book, he had three stars on his chest. I know, chest. I know. But it's not the way, like he had 50. I know, but the way they did it. They should bedazzle the all 50. Ugh. <laughs> That'd be in hilarious. Next movie, yeah. He could use it to blind that. Oh, hold on. That's me. Okay. Uh, anyway, so yeah, four and a half out of five uh, silver arms. 
Silver arm. Oh, nice. So what did you think of him? He was like a Terminator, right? Yeah, the Winter Soldier was badass, dude. He was dude. sick, right? I mean, he was bitch-slapping Captain America. Well, dude, their hand-to-hand combat was sick at yeah. the end. Yeah, it was great. Beating the um, shit out of each other. You know, and he was fucking ruthless. I mean, he was taking people down, no problem, right and left. Oh, yeah. Fury's like, hey, what the fuck? Just shot in the chest three times. Like, oh, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great movie. That was the most action. I think that's the that's the vi- most violent I've seen any Marvel movie. Right? He's push kicking people into engines. He's yeah. the, he's like shooting people. Mm-hmm. All you don't see the blood. You see a lot of death though. Right. I mean, it's a pretty, lot of people are dying. Pretty fucking graphic. Yeah, it's a. I think more people died in that than uh, the actual um, what's it called. Well, I, the uh, Avengers, Avengers movie. Yeah. Well, in Avengers, most of those people are inside buildings, yeah, and theoretically, you don't see them. Per se, right? Yeah, well, the Hulk's running through an empty building. Yeah. Right. He should, he should be like, poof, 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 just throwing people <laughs> on the just side. knocking people. Die. Yeah, like well, people on their iPhones. Oh, I got to tweet this out. <laughs> <laughs> That'd Probably. be hilarious. Or just those big beasties yeah. flying through all the buildings that were, you know, the uh, the alien death worm. Yeah, thing. all of that shit. Whatever, the, one, the dudes that Loki hired to yeah. wage his war for him. Right, but the giant worm things yes, that were just, just tearing through buildings. Right, exactly. Yeah, and those Them would empty. theoretically kill tons of people, but you would say the same thing about Superman then. Well, that's what everyone was all pissed about. Superman is amazing. Right. Is same idea, right? People well, yeah, get punched well, yeah. through a building, the That's building fine. collapses. Collateral damage. That's right. totally fine. But you're right. On screen... For or, a Marvel movie, I think this is the most people that have been killed on screen. I would agree. He kicked that guy right into the jet engine. He's that not coming awesome. out. No. The engine just well, turns into flames, no, He's dude. actually coming out, but he's not coming out the same at all. <laughs> it's just like... And he just explodes inside the engine, and the yeah. jet tilts to the side. People jelly. Yeah, and then he it's runs up and... Cat food. Yeah, and then he kicks the jet. The jet blows up. Yeah, Captain America is killing Americans. Mm-hmm. From what I've heard, yeah, um, no, he's killing Hydra agents. All of them were. Hydra. Oh, he's killing Nazis. Well, I'm saying, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Oh, okay. But no, from what I've heard, this is a lot so of people's okay. favorite of all the Marvel movies so far. Like they like it better than Captain America. They like it better. Even some people like it better than the Avengers. Right. I mean, of all the Marvel motion pictures, Disney movies, yeah, I think this is probably one of the best. Yeah, it moved the story forward the most. Well. Yeah, it just destroyed everything that they're trying to build up. What it does is it it paves the way for the Avengers to be in space. What they, no, what they're <laughs> supposed to be from the comics, right? They're supposed to be the primary uh, defenders of <clears throat> Earth against external threats. Yeah, yeah, just like uh, like, like aliens or like fucking... the link for Guardians of the Galaxy with yeah. this movie is going to be the I think the time gauntlet. That's yeah, why he has the gauntlet. yeah. That's yeah. why there's the Walkman in the future. That's totally going, okay, he has the time gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, what's his name? Or maybe... Captain, what's his name? The, uh, Star-Lord? Yeah, Star-Lord. He has to have it because he has. he's like, give me that back. Like, he traveled back into time, grabbed that Walkman, and came back forward. Or it's the last surviving Sony Walkman. I don't know, dude. In the year <laughs> 40, like 39. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bulletproof man. It's like a Nokia phone. <laughs> okay, we're going to um, rate... Uh, the season finale of Come on. Right? What are we doing here? Bates Motel, guys. Come on. If you remember the scene from the Bates Motel, you um, masturbators out there. Oh! What? That's what fans are called from Bates Motel. They're called masturbators. We already coined this. I, I know, but it still never ceases to oh. shock me. <laughs> Come on, we've You're coined this. You're jacking off to mama fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's just creepy. 
Okay, so um, so what happened, M, in Bates Motel? Season finale. Well, fuck. Uh, Norman's still in the box, going What's crazy. What's in the box? Yes. And, like, Ryan just killed Nick Ford, right? So he's, like, running away, and he runs into the cop guy, right? And yes. They go back there together, and then it gets a little fuzzy. Uh, what do they Which do one? when they go back to Nick Ford's? <coughs> I don't fucking what? remember. When they went back to Nick Ford's, you didn't remember? Nope. They went back there, and they checked the guy's pulse, and then um, um, Batman Well ran upstairs. The and sheriff. Batman Well. And people know who he is. If I say Batman Well, people are like, boing. So Batman Well runs up the stairs, <coughs> Sheriff uh, Sheriff Romero, and he finds one of the thugs, this remember? The head of security. Uh, <coughs> robbing him. Yeah, robbing Nick Ford since yes. he's dead. And he's like, bitch, where the fuck is Norman? I'm going to kill you if you don't tell me where the fuck he is. And he's like, I don't think... And he just pimp slaps the dude. He's like, what the fuck did I tell you? And the guy tells him where Norman is, right? After he well, beats the shit out of him. He tells him who has Norman. Oh, that's right. The so rednecks. Then, then they go to the, the guys who have Norman, but they've cleared out. And they're shouting for him, Norman, Norman, or whatever. And Norman hears them. So he's like, Ryan! Ryan! <laughs> yeah. and, and this is Norman's breaking point. So he's already been tweaked and twisted. And he realizes now that he has killed... The teacher. Um, the teacher. God, what's I always Ms. forget her name. Miss Watson. Miss Watson. He really is like, mother. He comes out and goes, mother, I fucked her and killed her. Right? Yeah, well, so they, they rescue him. That's the point. And they bring him back. Huh. And yeah, then he tells Norma, yeah, I killed the teacher. And she doesn't really like that. <laughs> and then Norman, okay, the reason why I'm playing that song is because he dances with his mom. For one last time, because he makes a suicide note. He, he's like, I don't want to live with who I am because I know I killed somebody. And and sh- and so he makes a list, right? He cleans his room. He goes, talks he, to he Oxygen Tank. He gets order. Yes. He o- goes, talks to Oxygen Tank, says, hey, you should still hang around because I'm basically going to blow my head off with a gun I found. Well, he says, like, mother loves you. You shouldn't quit. You should stay here, you know? And and he tells her, oh, the reason we've been so weird is because my uncle fucked my mom when, and raped her, and that's, you know, Ryan's dad. And that's what happened. And, and she's he puts like, all the blame just on that situation. <laughs> and she starts crying, like, oh, my God, you know? Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's my uh, uncle brother. <laughs> brother uncle. Yeah, my bruncle. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be, like, brother cousin? Uh, I don't know. To him? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, so she tells him. So she's like, yeah, basically our family's just fucked up. Right? Yeah. And then she cries. Whatever. (laughs) No, she cries. Okay, bye, Norman. So that's the last we see of her for the season. Um, Well, no, until she goes, oh, where did Norman go? Oh, he ran across the street with a gun. Because the mom comes home and sees the note saying, oh, bye, mother. Because he makes a little sparrow, a stuffed sparrow for her and puts it on a little branch. And is like, oh, bye, mother. I'm going to go basically kill myself. I mean, he just says, remember, yeah. we'll always be part of each other or something. E- it's a lot creepier than I'm going to go kill myself. Oh, yeah, that's right. We'll always be together or I'll yeah, always no, be a part of you. It's, it's like we'll always be part of each other <clears throat> or something like it's creepy. Yeah, it's weird. It's everything but um, banging. 
so yeah, she runs after him and stops him from doing that. But then there's this whole other drug. But, part. No, but when she's the way she stops oh, him. Oh God, she almost like yeah. <clears throat> because she like runs up because he's like no mother and he and she grabs him and she he throws her down on the floor and he's like what the fuck and he points the gun at her. Yes. And she calms her down by basically saying that I would die without you. If you die, I die. Mm, guilt um, chip, huh? I wouldn't live. Yeah, totally. She's like grabbing the back of his head, kisses him on the lips. Mm. It's like half that, No, cheek, it was a lip, lip kiss it's and a, then a cheek kiss. It was all. It, mm. Yeah, but it wasn't like it wasn't <laughs> like the middle of the lips. It was like the edge of the lips. It like was too close cheek. for comfort. But yes, and she's touching the back of his head when she does it too, so it's even more intimate. And <laughs> God. And yeah. And then they Whoa. just embrace, you know. <clears throat> it's a little creepy. And so, but before the that, it shows, but before that, it sh- it's an awesome show. But before that, all you masturbators out there, before that, they just show her, they show Norma sitting in her rocking chair, right? With a little ode to the rocking chair there. And that lo- that certain cadence, you know, that she does in the, sh- in the movie. Yeah. Real creepy. There you go. Yo is doing it. <laughs> He doesn't have to look creepy though, but he still does it. Okay, we're smoking this bowl still of um. Oh no, we're smoking uh, the other stuff now. No. <laughs> Jack the Ripper. Not yet. Oh. Still the same stuff. R seventeen. R. What is it? What was that? R seventeen. There you go. Okay, so. Oh, then. They take him to the lie detector test after they pull him out. He goes to the hospital, and Romero's like, hey, I'm still going to give him the lie detector test. And so in the, the lie detector test is his full metamorphosis into <coughs> the psycho we know as, you know, Norman. <coughs> the slasher. <It's coughs> great. So within, well, so while he's getting the shrinks, he's like, basically, have you had sex with the teacher? He's like, yes. Have you done this? Have you, um, what? Uh, I don't think he said... Did he say that? Oh, yeah, yeah you're right, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. He's like, have you ever had sexual intercourse with a, with a teacher? And he's like, yes. He's like, did you have sexual intercourse with Miss Watson? She's like, yes. Did you kill Miss Watson? And during that part, that it basically he s- splits personalities and he's convinced himself that his mother killed her. Mm. <clears throat> because so, his... Okay, go ahead. Well, it's like in his head and his mom is talking to him and she's like... You know, you can't tell them that I killed her, you know, and, and I killed her. It wasn't you, you know. She's talking to him, and then he believes that his mother did it, so he passes the lie detector yeah. test. But Will, <clears throat> okay, that was a great way for him to pass the lie detector test and for him to transform into fucking the Norman that we know him as because mm-hmm. he totally split his personality right there, like totally in two. Now he's two different people. So he's going to start dressing like his mama even more. He already, yes. And the last shot is the, um, basically the classic Norman shot with his head down and his eyes up. And it shows his mom like out of focus in the background, but that's more of his subconscious mom, mm-hmm. not his real mom. Like always there now. It's a great fucking shot. But then there's this whole other crap that's going on in the episode with Zane and all that. In Zane in the membrane. So in Zane in the membrane. Well, no, the officer they, Romero or oh yeah, Romero. Well, oh yeah, Batman. Well, and yes. uh, Ryan go to that chick's house. The chick who's in charge of everything, aka Edie Brickell and the New Bohemians. I don't know her fucking name for some reason. It's Edie Brickell, the New Bohemians. Yeah, whatever. the The main boss chick, and they show her calling uh, her in brother, Zane in the membrane. Zane, you know, like. 
okay, Nick Ford's dead now. Yep. You know, I told Ryan to do that and I think you should come over and, you know, we should deal with Ryan or something like that, yes. you know. But, uh, and Zane still doesn't trust her. Boom, lights go out. Yeah, and but, then, but they, she was double-crossing yeah. him. I mean, oh, I know. She, had, she had the sheriff and she, Ryan he, there. He killed his own sister, shot her in the heart and in the gut. Yeah. And then Romero, because he burnt down Romero's house, he's like, remember when I said I would what? Like, I don't know. I'd burn you or whatever. And he, boom, cold-blooded, dude. Double shotgun right in the fucking chest. Yeah, it was awesome because Zane sucked. <laughs> and this an is the asshole. sheriff. <laughs> Batman well just blew this dude away. But that guy burned his fucking house down. I, know. I mean, seriously. Yeah, I do the same he thing. He was a problem. Mm. He needed to be eliminated. Yes. Sounds like he got a good. Well, yeah, because he knows and he even tells him, he's like, I know how he's like, I, you know how it works here. He's not saying, you know what the law is. He's saying, you know how it works here in this town. And he's like, I'm not going to. He says to uh, Uncle Brother. He's Ryan. like, Ryan, he, he's like, you know how it works here. And he's like, I don't want to be the boss here, which he probably will be. Ryan said, he, yeah, he doesn't want yeah. any part of it. But uh, Batman well was like, no, I just <laughs> fucking set you up to be in charge, you know? Uh, yes. Because I trust you and you understand how things work here and you're not going to be like yeah. a, a fuck up like Zane, you know? Yeah. And, and also in like he covered up the murders just like he did. If anyone's seen the first season, he covers up the murders at the first end of the first season, too. Because the beginning of the first, you don't know whether Batman well is evil, whether he runs the whole town, whether he's like the drug lord. He's totally mystery. But yeah, we sort of know who he is now. He's a weird cop that runs by weed rules. Mm. I mean, he basically says like the weed is the reason we're all able to live here. Yeah. And, but, you know, we can't have people like Zane running things. And they also took out Nick. So uh, Nick Ford. So now that's the the other major competition. Yes. So now it's just that chick, whatever her name is, the boss, and Ryan. And I think they're going to run everything. Yes. I. Um, <clears throat> Maybe I they'll believe, start banging again. I believe, uh, I think Vera Formiga will probably win or maybe get nominated for an Emmy for this season. She's awesome. Mm -hmm. She's amazing in the show. She makes the show because she's so convincing as this weird mom. And I think she produced. Okay, this is dust. What do you guys rate this shit? Didn't we already? Yeah, rate? this is the same stuff. Oh, the same stuff. What do you guys rate <laughs> the same stuff? We're okay. Don't rate it then. Whatever. All right. What do you got, Skip? I got. Wait, wait. Hold on. We have to rate Bates Motel. Sorry. Yes, the whole you do. season. Okay, that's the end of the season, guys. Ten episodes. I what do you rate it? See the whole season. I can't really rate the whole season. Well, I can. I'll just rate the final episode. Uh, I'm gonna go with five out of five. I really liked it. Oh, yeah, it was a great um, season finale because it seems like because they're being picked up for a third season, thank God. And it seems like they could have ended it this way with just him transforming into Nora. It seems like they could have easily ended it that way. And boom, it would have it would I would have been satisfied if they didn't go on for another season. But I'm glad they are. So, uh, yeah, Bates Motel, the uh, four to five ear holes, four to five eye holes and uh, four to five split personalities. Yeah. All right, what do you got, Yoa? Goa. He has like five pages of notes here, guys. Oh, no, it's just notes I took for Ga Game of Thrones. Oh, we're not doing that yet. <coughs> well, I know. <laughs> but I have been playing uh, Dark Souls 2. I go ahead and rate that really quick. Yeah, rate that. All right, it's a fun game. It's Okay, that's good. I, <laughs> I don't think it's as hard as the first one, but I think that's just because I kind of learned how to play better and, you know, just the actual tactics during the battles and how to allocate points and you know what 
I don't know, just how to play the game better. So it seems a little easier, a little more open world, a little less linear. Uh, so far, really good. Same giant, huge bosses that'll kick your ass. And I mean, you're not supposed to. Most of the big monsters that you find early on, you're not supposed to even try and fight them. You're supposed to come back later and then take them out. Um, and there's a... Um, Baby, come back! There's a respawn cap now. So if, if you kill an enemy and then go regenerate and come back, you won't respawn infinitely. They respawn like five or six times, which is cool because if you're having a lot of trouble, what I've been doing is just emptying out an area completely. You know, I'll just beat everybody six times, get a shit ton of souls, go spend them, and then the area is empty. So I can just go right to the boss, no big deal. But it also makes it much more difficult to farm for souls. You can't do that indefinitely. There's a finite amount. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some improvements. Great game. Uh, I've died I've fucking I don't know how many times. Um, and the only thing really wrong with it is uh, that it's just really fucking hard. So I'm going to have to give it five out of five uh, hollowings. Nice. All right, what do you got, Skip? Hollowings. <clears throat> That's for hollow. Dark Souls. Yeah, when you die, you go hollow. You lose your soul. So you have to regain your humanity. Oh, my Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's a tricky little device. Whoa. It I just, don't want to go hollow, man. And each time you go hollow, you use a little bit, lose a little bit more of your health bar down to 50% permanently until you regain oh. your humanity. Oh, Jesus. Here, next bowl we're going to smoke is uh, new stuff. Abba Zabba. Abba Zabba. Uh, what does that rhyme with? Abba Zabba. What is that? I don't know. Sounds like something Fat Albert would say. <laughs> no, that's, um, what's his face? Oh, Mushmouth. Yeah, Mushmouth. Mushmouth. Yeah, it could be Mushmouth or it could be Abba himself. Abba? Which one? The singer. <clears throat> oh, God, Abba. Oh. Dancing Queen. That guy. Wait, that's 17. a guy? Huh? Maybe it's a moon you unit. You can dance. You can sing. All right. Maybe it's moon unit strain. Moon unit? Mm -hmm. Nice. Oh, yeah, there you go. Frank Abba Zappa. Frank Abba Zappa? <laughs> yeah. It should be Abba Zappa. All right, let's see what this stuff does. Anyway, I got uh, Australian dogs that are licking poisonous cane toads to get high. Nice. <laughs> These dogs do it repeatedly. So it's like they're getting addicted to the poison that this cane toad produces. Well, they, they notice the what? effect. They're doing it on purpose. So they're just following these toads around and licking them and shit. <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck, man? They think they're people. <laughs> yeah, so now they're Australian junkie dogs. So what, what do they act like? They just roll around and shit? Well, no, they don't talk about uh. what the, the effects might be to make it pleasurable for the dogs. They, they, the article I found was, um, you know, we're worried about our dogs. They say uh, one dog was recently found frothing and trembling. So it's like having seizures and like... <laughs> He's like OD'd on the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. So... You know, but it must be pretty awesome if they're doing it for that. Or he's just tripping hella hard, dude. Right. <clears throat> That's probably more like it. He probably yeah. ate one of them. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> ate right. a whole toad. Yeah. He's dude, like, fuck licking that, this man. shit. The brown toad. Mm. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So That's a Woodstock reference, guys. <laughs> From hippie uh, Yoa. Oh, yeah. I was there. <laughs> Eat the brown toad. <laughs> okay, go on. Oh, I, that was pretty much it. Just, you know, interesting bit of news. Dogs so getting they, high on frogs. Are they dogs or dingoes? A dingo ate your baby. <laughs> They're regular dogs. Ah. 
not dingoes. It's a, I guess people don't ha- aren't concerned about their pet dingoes. Probably not. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. <that's> a- <laughs> <laughs> there probably aren't a lot of pet dingoes either. Not for uh, long. Okay, I'm gonna do another movie. I watched like four movies, guys. Um, what? <laughs> this is the Sacrament. Okay, this is um, uh, Ty West, written and directed by. Um, it's basically a Vice documentary turned into a horror movie. Oh, really? So they use the actual Vice people. They actually use uh, the Vice logo and shit. Mm-hmm. Good advertising for Vice. Yeah. So it's basically Vice reporters going to um, a cult out in the middle of Africa to search for um, his uh, their sister. So it's these two reporters, uh, Sam as uh, a vice reporter and Patrick. They're both two vice reporters that run out. And Patrick is the one looking for his sister. It's a weird fucking movie, dude. So they show up there. There's only like one road getting in and out of the place, all right? I see. Mm, nice. So what do you guys rate this shit? Strong. Um, that's for sure. I immediately got higher after smoking. Really? So. <coughs> yeah, this stuff's up. <coughs> Abba Zappa, guys. Abba Zappa. I think Zappa would approve. Abba Zappa. So, um, Sam, he's a vice reporter, and um, they're working to get his sister back, Caroline. Okay, who uh, wrote a letter to him from the cult. Uh oh. And they have a um, lead on where to get the guy. They can only, like, fly in with a helicopter, you know, one of those places. Like, you can only take in the train. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Oh, Mr. DNA. Um, (coughs) It's not Jurassic Park. Okay. If it was Jurassic Park, it would be a weird Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park with cultists. Yeah. So uh, they wrote the the sister. They find the sister... The man said they left the community. Um, he told her to fly in, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they land, and they're met by two guys, and they're already questions uh, why they brought more than two people. He was like, what did you buy? You bought three people. So they're brought in by a truck in a two-mile road, and it's called Eden Parish is the name of the whole camp that they show up at. And, yeah, so... And the, the Caroline meets him at the gates, you know, and just like, hey, hey, what's up, guys? It's a total cool camp here, bro. You know, and they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> and so, and someone uh, over the loudspeaker, they call him the father. He's like, um, children, we have special visitors today. So greet them with open arms and smiles. You know, just weird shit like that. Uh-huh. And so it's a couple hundred people living out in the middle um, of like a Jonestown-ish cult. Yeah. Hopefully there's no Kool-Aid. Uh, well, yeah, there is. It's a Jonestown ripoff, I'm telling you. But it's it's basically a Jonestown turned into a horror movie. And so they're um, so they go they so basically they get there. And Caroline greets him, and their father is the leader, and he basically um, goes and interviews him. So he splits him up. So the brother goes off with the sister, the one who came there with him. So it's the two reporters and the brother. And they split him up, and the crew starts talking to people all over the parish, and they get the feeling that the, they want to leave the place because it's pretty weird. They're only told to talk to certain people within the place. 
Um, and then they go do an interview with the father, a.k.a. Charles Anderson Reed, in front of the whole parish, right? And he's just like, it's people like you that have brought in this, you know, just weird shit. You know, you've brought in all your modern stuff and you're coming in and judging us and, you know, turning everyone against them. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. And he's just asking normal questions like, oh, so what are you guys doing out here? You know, what's the whole like vibe out here or whatever? So um, he threatens his unborn child and wife. He's like, oh, he's like, how is your, he's like, he's like, how is that wife of yours with that unborn child? He's like, we want to hope that they come out fine, you know? And like, who, who, how the fuck did they find out that he has that shit? Because they just showed up there like This is an the hour brother ago. who said that or the No, this is the, this is the father who's being interviewed in front of the cult leaders mm-hmm. or in front of the whole cult, his whole parish. And he already knows that he has a family and that his um, wife's um, pregnant and expecting. So he already knows a history about these guys before they knew about him. That's really weird shit. So uh, after that, they play, the band plays a weird, holy, holy fucking, you know, gospel shit. Mm-hmm. It's creepy as hell. Uh, a little girl hands him a note that says, please help us. Um, and then they, <laughs> yeah, and then like, uh, and then they get the cult together. They say that these people haven't, like, the reporters have invaded their way of life. We have to kill ourselves now. So he's passing out the Kool-Aid. <clears throat> you know, just, you know, passing out the Kool-Aid. The people that aren't drinking, the fucking other guys are shooting them with AK-47s. So everyone's drinking Kool-Aid, choking on shit. Little kids, babies, they're injecting it with, like, you know, the syringes for mm-hmm. little babies to drink stuff. So they have tons of syringes for all the little babies, you know. So they're injecting all the babies. All the babies are crying. You know, it's real dark shit. And so in the middle of that, <clears throat> the sister is just going crazy, ties, has, has, the brother, um, has the brother tied up in a chair, injects him with the poison, you know, and he's like, such foaming at the mouth and twitching and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, why, why? And then she lights herself on fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then she's like, ah, he's like, we can't be here. And like, because the, the one reporter left comes in, fucking the sister light, lights herself on fire. He's like, holy shit. He ha- and all the while they're filming this, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's a crazy fucking movie, though. Is it found footage style or is it? Uh, yeah, it's like Vice. You know, if like Vice did a report on this and shit went crazy, right. that's is ex- exactly what it is. And so I give um, the Sacrament. Uh, let's see, three out of five eye holes. Nah, four to five eye holes are some pretty gnarly shit. Three out of five ear holes and about three out of five crazy cults. Or crazy cult leaders. That's the Sacrament guys. It just came out. Ty West, he's a big horror guy. With Eli Roth produced it. So it's the and I want to see um, Green Inferno is Eli Roth's next movie I want to see. And that's about a tribe of people that have never been on film before, and he puts them into a horror movie of like um, of you know like white people. Hey, what's going on over here? And then they just start fucking chopping them up and eating them. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. So yeah, that's the sacrament. Uh, looking forward to Green Inferno from uh, Eli Roth. <laughs> and these people look creepy if you look at the fucking trailer. Mm-hmm. Looks yeah. in- sounds interesting. Awesome, guys. Woo! All right, what do you got? I got... <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. So uh, remember we talked before about the country in South America, Uruguay, getting or legalizing completely uh, marijuana? Yes. So they've announced um, that... The price per ounce will be eighty-seven to ninety-five cents. Holy or, shit! Oh, sorry for per gram. What? 
So, yeah, and this will be like a national price, so no pharmacy can undercut the other. But the idea is to price everything so low that it makes no sense to buy illegally grown, you know, from a you know, cartel or whatever, uh, <clears throat> illegally grown pot, because the stuff you can get from the store is so much cheaper. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> so what, So no one can sell pot cheaper than this now? Or higher. Legally, huh? So the prices will be fixed, basically. even street prices. Oh, there's no point to it because it's so well. If you, yeah, if you, yeah, there's no point to ha- buying it on the street anymore if you're buying it for 79 cents a gram exactly for a little while. So they finally went through with it. Oh, uh, no, I think this has been in pro- process for about a year. Yeah, like they announced they were doing it and now they're talking about so official how the economics will work. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, sure. um, so yeah, 87 to 95 cents per gram. What well, we paid 20 bucks or so for here. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's just because of the fucking all the Humboldt County bullshit and whatever the hell else. True. But it's also even when we go to a club and and legally, at least according to state law, buy pot, we're still paying the black market price. Essentially, you can get for the high grade, you know, top shelf stuff, but you can pay less, but it's less quality weed, which was always the case on the street. (coughs) The prices aren't that much cheaper. Well, you I would expect things that are legitimate to be... Yeah, the prices yeah. seemed kind of arbitrary when they started what? it all. So I, I, I know, that's how much I got it for in high school. So well, I, no, I, remember the aught, I remember the aughts when I first started smoking weed in the night aughts. aughts. And it was 10 bucks a gram, uh, 30 bucks an eighth, <coughs> $60 a quarter. Mm-hmm. And this was for primo green weed, right? So you're pretty much double... Or I'm pretty much double yes. what you had. Yes. And then all of a sudden, Humboldt County got shut down. Weed became a fucking huge deal. They started fighting against it super hardcore in the late 80s, mid 80s, late 80s. Yeah. Thanks, Reagan. Yeah. yeah. And that was, and that fucked everything. And that's what drove all the prices up to 60 bucks because it was harder to get green weed. So everything went from, it went 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I remember 50 bucks I was pissed off buying eights for. And this was like primo <sighs> shit. Like you would stick a quarter to the wall, mm-hmm. like that type of shit. But yeah, I remember watching the inflation just go up and up and just stay at 60 and never go down. Yeah, but my whole point is it should be coming down across the board, top shelf. I mean, you would expect it to be <clears throat> 30 Maybe 40 bucks. There's no reason why it should be that particular price. But it's also, the clubs are probably buying it for cheaper and selling it for still 60 Oh, yeah, they're making money here over fucking They have to. Yeah. You you know, so we're still getting the shit end of the bargain. (laughs) Right. It's cheaper in Colorado, though. um, Of course, because it's legal and It's perfectly legal, yeah. So it is, like, they're reasonable prices of places I've seen. Yeah, I just watched a whole Vice episode on it. They had a smoke... Beer tabs, dude. So basically, it's just smoke coming out of a tap, and they just suck it out of a cup. I'm like, what? <laughs> right? You saw it? So you pour smoke? Yeah, it's a smoking tap, dude. It was just like, boop, and they just fill up the whole fuck with a dense smoke, and you just suck it out of the cup. Why not? They I'm must like, have, like, vaporizers hooked up to, yeah, like, some kind insane, of refrigeration dude. unit. Yeah, they have insane bars up there now. I need to go up there. We need to make a ADO radio field trip. Yeah, and hit, go do visit a, my sister. Do a bar crawl up there. <laughs> Definitely, dude. A smoke crawl. It's still a bar crawl. There's weed smoke bars. Bar, yeah. Weed bar. Yeah, I couldn't believe that when I saw it. I'm like, what? They're filling it up and they're t- tipping it just like a fucking beer mug. And it's like, a, yeah, it's like a beer mug full of 
pot smoke. But it's probably like a like dense hash or something, you know. Yeah. It's probably like a or dollar cooled, dollar a glass. So it doesn't dissipate yeah. quickly, you know, something. Yeah, that was amazing. I'm like, what? I and they have people that. just hitting off this fucking thing. <clears throat> hitting right off the tap. <laughs> That's what I'd be doing. <laughs> Jesus. Well, yeah, awesome. All right, so what's your weed stuff now? Uh, just Uruguay and cheap-ass prices. And for decent-looking weed. Uh, yeah, that could work. Okay. Now we're going to do some... Um, what, uh, oh, where'd go? Hannibal. Oh. Okay, if you guys don't know what that is, you should know by now. What is that? <laughs> That's your intro for um, <clears throat> Hannibal. That should be the intro for Hannibal. It shouldn't be just that gothy, right? Right, Em? No? No. <laughs> that would be like, whoa, what's, this show is awesome, except for the theme song. Turn to a firefly. <laughs> okay, so what happened in... Hannibal. All right. So uh, Fancy Hugh Dancy, a.k.a. Will Graham, is fighting Bear Suit Man, right? We see what actually happens, how he beat up uh, bear suit face. That's his name now. Uh, and he basically, he beats the shit out of him by, uh, with his bare hands. Well, pun intended. He, <laughs> he aims the shotgun at him and he changes his mind and like throws it aside and decides to he know, goes, do it with He his goes medieval hands. on his ass. Yeah. Dude, he rips the jaw apart and just starts pummeling. He punches the dude to death. But while <clears throat> he's doing it, yeah. he pictures him as Hannibal. Yes. And a deer and a deer man. Yes, yes. Like when he jumps through the window, he sees it as a stag, not as like the bear guy. That's right. And he's holding, he's ripping the horns and not the jaw open of the bear suit, of the mechanical bear suit. So it's like he's ripping the head open of the stag and then he's just punching the inner face, which is Hannibal's weird black windigo face, right? Yep. And then he like snaps his neck, right? Yeah, he just like just grabs it, but it's like when they show him, he grabs the horns, so it's like you know, so he's just snapping his neck by holding onto the horns. Oh man, it's brutal. Okay, then what happens after that? And then they cut back to you know, Will has the body on the table in front of Hannibal, oh, and the that's blah right. blah blah, even Stephen Crap, you know. Um, and then Hannibal's like, "What? What do you want to do with him?" You know. And then it cuts to like the museum that the guy worked at. Oh yeah, it's like a saber toothed tiger, you know, fucking skeleton. Yeah, with Randall or Cave Bear Man or whatever, with his skin <laughs> stretched over it. His yes. face is stretched <clears throat> over it. So it's his hands where the paws are, and and I think arms and the and legs. his legs. So it has like pieces of his flesh stitched on, like wrapped around. It's and like stitched. stretched over. Yeah, and his whole face. Well. His face minus his jaw. And then the eyes, remember? Well, that's later, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so he's basically... But we don't know whether Will displayed him or Hannibal displayed him. Um, well, I don't know. Well, but he's like, what do you... Yeah, anyway. Okay. Um, and, and so it cuts to him, you know, stretched out on this skeleton 
but it's Will and Hannibal and Crawford and all the FBI guys. And Will and Hannibal are analyzing the murder, you know, but all they're really doing is talking to each other about what Will did and how they feel about it. That's right. Yeah, they're almost like um, like it's a real bromance going on between Hannibal and Will now. To where they almost like have a shorthand between themselves that no one, and everyone's like, what the hell are they talking about? They're, they're like taking turns, like, you know, yeah, they're almost like says a, a sentence, then he says a sentence. Yeah, they're like a cute couple, you know, and everyone's like, oh, these guys are disgusting together. <laughs> you know, they're like annoying, cute couple. That's what they, that's what they reminded me of. It was funny. It's weird how they portray these people, man. And so, you know, how Will always closes his eyes and kind of backtracks the murder or whatever, like yes. shows it in reverse and then goes through it again with himself as the killer. So when he does it this time, he like ends up just talking to the skeleton or like the, the eyes face, come alive. And the eyes become alive and he's just talking to him. It's like a subconscious fucking uh, talking to each other. So that's kind of weird. Dude, I don't know, man. This show is getting strange. So then we Like go, it already wasn't. Uh, <laughs> so then we go to like, uh, we meet Mason. So that's, fuck, what's her AKA name? AKA Michael Pitt. AKA Funny Games. AKA what? AKA a- Hedwig and the Angry Inch. What's her name? Um, Margo. Margo. So, so Mike- it's Margo's brother. Yes. Um, and so we meet him at the at the pig farm. Okay, and when they meet him at the pig farm, he is mentally fucking with his sister because if he dies, she will get no more money because uh, the way the will is set up that only a male heir gets the money or some shit. It's really fucked up. And he has a meat suit with her business suit put on top of it, sprayed with her pheromones. No, it just says human scent. <clears throat> well, human scent. I'm saying it's, it's her it's scent. it's Margot's clothes. I'm, I bet you it's Margot's sweat in a perfume bottle. And, and they drop it down into the pig pen, yes. right? While they're playing women screaming. No, it's her screaming. Are you sure? Yes. I, well, I don't know. It's just yes. human screaming. Yeah, it's her own screams I being guess. played. So the pigs know what she sounds like when she's screaming. So and then he drops the thing in. So the pigs just so he's training the pigs to eat his sister, basically. Mm. Or really any woman, I think. <laughs> no, I think it's his sister specifically because it's in the suit. It's her own screaming because he tortures her sister. He broke her arm already. And like cut her up and shit. Yeah, and yeah, I think he does record her screaming and then replays them for the pigs while feeding him. Like just like a mental weird thing. Doesn't did he throw the baby pig in there too? Remember he was he remember the first time we met him he's petting a little baby pig. I don't think he did. And he has like a fur coat on and he has glasses. Yeah. Crazy hair and shit. Well anyway, so she gets all upset by that, you know. So Well, she, yeah. <laughs> so she goes I mean, yeah. So she goes to Will's house. Oh, bangy and, bangy. And then she's like, you know, talking to him and she's like, "I'll show you my scars if you show me yours, you know. Whatever." Yeah. And and he's he's <clears throat> taking her clothes off and he's looking at her scars. And uh, he's like, who gave this to you? And she's like, my brother. And then, yeah, I'm starting to and think then maybe it does, he's going to... And then it does a weird David Lynch oh, montage yeah. sex scene between... It was like a three-way with Hannibal. Mm-hmm. Well, it made it look like a three-way well, between... No, because it's Margot and Will are fucking at the same time as Alana Bloom is fucking Hannibal. And Will is imagining that Margot is Dr. Bloom. So there's just all this cutting back and yeah, forth it, between the yeah. two scenes. And then at the end of the scene, there's this one point where um, they have Alana Bloom kissing Will, and then she rolls over in bed and kisses Hannibal. Yeah, really like weird shit. All three shit. are in bed together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was the way it was shot, not that that actually happened. Yeah. Yes. But it was just super weird, and you know the whole thing felt like a dream. And 
Yeah, it's very David Lynchy. And hmm. just the way Weird. they cut the camera, yes. you know, they they both Margot and Alana look pretty similar from behind. So, you know, they both <laughs> have long brown <laughs> hair and similar well, build. Yes, but yeah, so it was a weird almost, well, they had hashtag Hannibal three-way going, like on, like while the show was going on, I think, or I'm pretty sure, I don't know. I wouldn't know. I look, well, I look up the hashtag Hannibal after the show, and it had a bunch of stuff, like making fun of that whole thing, <laughs> and it had a picture of all three of them in bed, you know, laughing, remember when it showed that picture of them? So. Behind uh, the scenes shit. Yes, I do. It was cute. <laughs> um. Oh, and the and theremin. Remember, you forgot about the theremin that uh, Hannibal has. Of so course. Hannibal can play a theremin, of course. No. Uh, uh, well, that cares? was a... Well, come on, dude. That's an amazing instrument. Uh. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> But that was a weird scene with him playing the theremin. I can really take it seriously. He was like teaching Alana Bloom to play it and whatever. Yeah. But so now Hannibal goes and meets Mason. You know, he's like, I want to know who I'm paying all this ridiculous money for, <clears throat> you know. For my crazy sister, uh, whatever he, he he ends up complimenting the pigs. You know, those are some extraordinary pigs you have, or whatever. And Hannibal goes, "I like to pick my own pigs." <laughs> well, that's because he says yeah. he he can take one home or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. But he also says he talks about patient confidentiality. You know, um, and says like, you know, lucky for you, I can't share anything that she tells me. You know, like I know you're a fucking bad person. And he also offers to treat Mason, and Mason accepts that. Of and then course he, he does. And then he says, like, hey, I'll, I'll get them to kill a pig for you. And Hannibal's like, oh, I'd like to pick my own pig, you know. Yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I select my own pigs, like humans. Come on, long pigs. Later pigs. Okay. Um, and so I think this is when whatever the, I don't know what it's called, the instrument. Which one? The one he teaches Alana to play. We were just oh, the theremin. Theremin. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. That's when we cut there, I think. And that's, very Star Trek. That's when Doctor Bloom tells Hannibal about Freddie, um, the reporter, kind of being onto him. You yes, know? Freddie Lowndes, the reporter from TattleCrime.com. So she's been <laughs> investigating all this because Crawford said, like, basically, can you and you know investigate Hannibal because I can't cross the same lines that you can cross yes you know so you know she's all over that um and so she had been asking dr bloom about hannibal and will and stuff so now dr bloom's telling hannibal about it and he's like oh fuck she totally knows what's going on she's gotta go so he waits for her in her apartment to kill her but at the same time as that's happening freddie goes to will's house to interview him but he doesn't answer the door so she breaks into his barn and finds the bear, bear man suit. suit. It's all bloody. I think maybe there's still some guts. I don't know. It's all bloody, and it's the bear suit hanging. And she also breaks into a freezer and finds a bunch of meat. And then she finds like a, a lower jaw, <coughs> and it's like Randall's lower jaw. And she oh. freaks out. We're gonna smoke this next bowl of Green Dragon, guys. It's another new one to the show. All right, freaks out. She freaks out, and then Will kind of just like pops up. And I don't know. Hey, this is the theory now with all that. Okay, this is either Will killed her because they don't show her, okay? And he's playing Hannibal this whole time, and it's a setup for Hannibal. It's a setup to catch Hannibal in his own game. Will's been playing him the whole time. 
He did the murder, yes. But I, if he didn't kill Freddie Lowndes, this is a theory that's running around. If he didn't kill Freddie Lowndes, um, that him and um, Lawrence Fishburne are basically baiting Hannibal. Like setting him up? Setting him up. Getting the evidence? Yeah. Yes. Maybe. Because they have a lot of evidence against him now. Because he could have been, re- uh, he might be recording the sessions that they're having. Maybe. I have no idea. Well, yeah. That's speculation. Yes. But we don't know whether Freddie Lowndes is dead. I think she's dead. I think that's, um, um, we'll keep going with the story. Well, okay. Yeah. She points the gun at him and uh, he, Yes. He, she tries to shoot him, but she's so scared and shaking that she misses. And uh, she runs to the car and calls Crawford. Um you know, Lawrence Fishburne or whatever. And um, Matrix will just like with a tire iron or something, busts her window open and drags her out. <clears and> she's <throat> screaming, but she's leaving a message for Crawford while that's happening. Yes. And Crawford's yeah. hearing the screaming. No, no, it's a message. Oh, oh, that's right. right that's and right. so it just shows him dragging Freddie out of the car and then it's recording. And then it cuts to, to Crawford playing the message for Will. And going, you know, why did we get this phone call right near your house? Yeah, near near you know, Wolf's we, Creek. We haven't heard from her. And he, he just very calmly says, well, that would be a really good place to kidnap her because it's out in the middle of nowhere. And she was coming by to interview and she never showed up, you know. Um, Oof. Bye-bye. Yeah. So he just totally plays that off. And then he goes to Hannibal's house. Uh, with a bunch of ingredients and starts putting them down on the table. You know, Hannibal says, what are we yeah, having? And that's... Pig. A long pig. No, he just says pig. And then they're eating it and Hannibal's like talking about it. He's like, oh, this animal was scared when it died. You yes. Know? All this stuff. You know, it tastes better <laughs> if the animal's not scared. Um, and also it's not it pig, you know. And Will says... It's long pig. And then they just sit there and eat it together. But he also said with a hint of ginger... Oh, yeah. Because Freddie Lowndes is a ginger. He he did say that. That was hilarious. Yeah, he's like, oh, a hint of ginger. But either that's Freddie Lowndes or that could be Randall. I think that they were implying it was Freddie. That's what I think they're implying, too. Especially because I don't think Randall would have been scared. Cave cave bear man is Randall. I don't think he would have been scared. I think he had adrenaline. He Uh, was like in the fighting mode. Whereas Freddie was terrified and screaming her ass off when she died. That's true. Are they both redheads? No. So so the ginger comment would make it... Well, he could be just saying that just... It could be a hint because they always do the play on word stuff. But it it was also Hannibal who said that. And Will's the one who killed him and brought the ingredients over. So, you know, maybe Hannibal thought it was Freddy, but actually it was Randall. But I think it was Freddy, and I think that was the point. All right, so what do you rate it? How do you have to rate it? Um, I'm going to go with five out of five. It was awesome. Yeah, I thought it was amazing, too. Um, What do I give it? I give it a uh, four out of five ear holes, five out of five eye holes... And five out of five long pigs. Right? Oh, and Jared from Subway died. What? Yeah. From eating too many Subways. Huh. Oh, that's well. what happens when you eat Subway, guys. You die. Apparently, because that's all they allow him to eat, right? It's his yeah, contract. It was, it's con- that's all he would that's allow him it. to eat. If he and, ate- and water. Okay, that's it. If he ate anything else, he'd be sued for like hundreds of thousands well, of dollars. Well, he'd breach of contract and wouldn't be paid anymore. Yeah, so Subway killed Jared, guys. Good job, Subway. What? Come on. Okay, so what do you got? Oh, you want to do Game of Thrones now since you're here? Yeah, since I'm here. God damn. Hold on. Let me look up the Game of Thrones. Um, 
Dubstep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know it's the best one. Where'd Skip Josh go? Josh loves dubstep. It's my favorite kind of music. Okay, here we go. Hold on. Uh, not yet. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Go. All right, so... Yeah, last week's episode, it starts out with... You saw it, right? No. Oh, okay. Well... Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Uh, Tobin gets crowned. That's the less psychopathic Joffrey with the cat. Seems like... Oh, the, the nice little guy. child. Okay, blonde child. Yeah. Toehead gets crowned. Toehead gets crowned. And Cersei and... Um, oh, gosh. The, the Tyrell lady. They're talking and stuff. Seems like they're actually kind of getting along, which is odd. Cersei. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cersei and, and the future wife of, his, of her kid. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. The pretty redhead. Then it flashes over to Khaleesi, and she gets a report that two of the slave towns, or like the two towns that she's emancipated or whatever, that she's freed. Yes. Yeah, well, all the freemen that she left behind have been re-enslaved, because that's what fucking happened. Yes. And so she kind of figures out how things are kind of really working. She's learning pretty well throughout this whole time, and so she's like, fuck this. She kind of postpones, I guess, her war for the uh, the Iron Throne yes. uh, to basically be the queen <clears throat> of Slaver's Bay. I guess, first of all, kind of learn how to be queen and take it from there because yes. she can't abandon all those people. And then it flashes over to the Eerie with... Um, the Eerie! The Eerie with Caitlyn Stark's crazy-ass fucking sister. And Which her one? Crazy-ass, the one that likes to fucking tit-feed her 10-year-old kid. Oh, okay, okay, okay yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're nuts. Um, and with the Moon Door... Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, the yeah that thing that fucking leads into the, the abyss. So, I don't know, I just want to comment on that bloody gate, how they've got this long-ass, these two impassable mountain ranges and this long-ass yes. pass that you can only go three guys across. Well, so, yeah. you can't take that place, no matter how big your army is. So, that was kind of cool. Um, and they shouldn't keep that fucking moon door open. Oh, whatever. It's open, dude. <laughs> Anyone whatever. can fall in. And so, then it goes to... Oh, my God. Basically, Littlefinger, Peter Baelish, I guess, <laughs> is going to marry... Little uh, Sphincter. Little Sphincter is going to marry uh, Lysa, Caitlin's sister. And she's all nuts. Lice, you know, Lice head. Doesn't realize that he's kind of playing her. And it turns out that he was the one that orchestrated the death of her first husband. Spoiler alert. The hand. Well, you see it in the first episode. I know it. That's the guy with the stupid things on his eyes. Yeah. The dead guy. Yeah. Those so ridiculous he orchestrated stones. that whole thing. And so he also... You know, ended up bringing Stark over there, so he's behind a bunch of shit. Lannister mines gonna ran dry three years ago, so they're broke. Yeah, Lannisters are broke. That's a that's they're a revelation. Everyone thinks that they're rich as fuck now. They're massively in debt to the Iron Bank, and apparently you don't want to fuck with the Iron Bank because yeah, they don't come out. They don't like break your knees or kill you or anything. They basically back your enemies financially, <clears throat> and if you yeah. don't have any enemies, they create yes. enemies for you and financially back them and just ruin you. Yeah, so they're backed by the Iron Bank. Yeah. Uh, Sansa gets to marry her cousin, that little crazy guy I was talking about. Yes. That's who she's supposed to marry, so that's some more incest. Um, <laughs> oh, and that whole thing where she was getting, she, that, the crazy lady, uh, Lysa, was squeezing her hands, you know, saying, you love, you love Peter, you love him, don't you? Blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah yeah, going yeah. crazy and shit. Yeah. And she says all that stuff, like, I'm a stupid girl, I'm just a stupid girl. Isn't that something she said in a previous episode? I think so. Yeah, it just sounded familiar that she had said it herself. And then there's the attack on the camp, which is probably everyone's favorite scene. Uh, yeah, where they attack the big camp. Um, yeah, they attack rape camp. Yeah. Basically, they've been raping and pillaging for, you know, days or whatever, yeah, the months. The daughter camp, uh, Craster's <clears throat> Keep or something like that. Yes. 
And so, so they attack that, and uh, Frog Face gets run through the back of his fucking head. Through the back, out the front of the mouth. Yeah, and when he pulls out the sword, you hear it on the teeth. I was wondering what that sound was. I heard, I remember hearing yeah. that, and that must be what it is. Well, and, yeah, that's metal on tooth, uh-huh. man. Uh-huh. And before that, that guy that had chopped off Jamie Lannister's hand. Yes. Uh, he found he was there to basically kidnap Bran Stark for whatever reason, ransom, who knows. So Bran right. takes over Hordor, and Hordor uses his retard strength Hordor. to break that guy's fucking No, Hordor neck. gets taken over. That's what I said. Bran he, takes he gets over Hordor. and uses his retard strength. But he hasn't done that before, but only no. he, he does it to simple-minded because of him? Is that why? Or? You know, that's a good point. He's, all, he's, um, he's possessed animals up to this point. Maybe it was easier. Maybe he could because Hodor is a simple team. <clears throat> and but maybe he's been doing that to him the whole time. Yeah. He's actually <laughs> so a genius. Oh, why am I waking up with my hands hurting? Oh, because I possessed your body and made you punch a bunch of people. Well, and people are talking about how Hodor looks super sad because he sees the blood on his hands and he's like a gentle giant and he's like, what have oh, I done? Oh, whatever. Fucking I liked how busted of mice that guy's and men, neck motherfucker. was. That wasn't just a broken neck. His like vertebrae were poking out. Oh, yeah, he was fucked side. up. Was he was fucked. Pretty cool. Yeah, he ripped that dude's head. And his po- yeah, it was popping out of his fucking collarbone, all of his neck pieces. Yeah, exactly. So what do you rate it? Uh, Let's see. Hurry up. I'll have to give it four out of five shocked Cersei's. <clears throat> shock. Shock the Cersei. There we go. Yeah. Shock Cersei's. Yeah. I give it a five. No, about three out of five. Uh, two out of five ear holes. Four to five eye holes. And about I think I have three out of five uh, swords through necks. Nice. Or sword scraped on teeth. And there was also a whole thing how Cersei was explaining <laughs> that, yeah, Joffrey was a bastard. I knew it. He scared even me. So she realized he was a fucking nut job. But she's like, eh, he's my son. <laughs> All right, what do you got, Skip? Shock the Cersei. <laughs> You're not going to rate Game, Game of Thrones? I already rated it. Oh, you did. Sorry. <clears throat> Come on, man. Skip just left for like 20 minutes, guys. Mm-hmm. That's right. Just disappeared. Yeah, I did. So I got... From the kind of news of the weird department, there's a a, a biologist, I think, but uh, a marine biologist who um, did some statistical analyses of Godzilla over time, how he's gotten bigger, uh-huh. and it correlates <laughs> with how uh, skyscrapers have gotten taller, right? So um, originally, Godzilla was supposed to be about 50 meters tall, yeah, right? So about 150 feet. But now he's supposed to be, uh, what is it, uh, 150 meters. Yeah. Right? So he's supposed to be like three times the size, basically. <laughs> Sorry, what? trying to do math. Keep going. Times three. Yeah. Yeah, do it in your head, goddammit. 450. Uh, 450. That was close. Feet. Yeah. So anyway, it's to keep up with the size of the the um, the skyscrapers that are, are present in the cities that Godzilla is destroying. The... Um, Interesting thing was the guy bothered to calculate how much urine Godzilla would produce. Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If he was 150 feet tall. How much shit? 12 million gallons of piss a day. (laughs) A day? A day. (coughs) So, but did you see? Because because not only would Godzilla be 155... Uh, you know, meters tall, so 450 feet or whatever, he'd be about 55,000 tons. Yes. How much his defecation would be? Did they well, weigh they, that? Didn't, they didn't calculate the poop. Yes. Damn it. Just the pee. Yeah. So actually, it's almost 13 million gallons a day. It's 12.9 million gallons of so just don't radioactive drink Godzilla pee. Radio- yeah, it's still yeah. radioactive. Did you hear what? Oh, um, my God. That's fucking disgusting. 
have you heard that? No, I just, I don't know if this is true or not, but I think it might be. What? Um, you just said it was true. What the Japanese are saying about the new Godzilla? Yeah, he's too fat. Yep. Yeah, he's I heard supersized. That. Well, yeah, come on. It's all like, the McDonald's American. restaurants that he eats. Yeah. The whole restaurant. Not, well, no, not only no, just no, the, the building, but yeah, the food and the people. It's really unhealthy. Well, yeah, he's well Americans just, are high in cholesterol. You eat them. <laughs> You're going to gain some weight. Yeah, he's just displaying. He's just, uh, you know, it's just like a mirror of America. That's right. It's like, hey, this is America. We're big and fat coming at you. Right. And it What's wasn't, up, guys? It wasn't like Godzilla <laughs> from fucking the 60s was this skinny little fucking thing, right? I mean, he was a big pot-bellied uh, rubber a monster. 250-pound rubber suit. The, the <laughs> Godzilla is fat, dude. Yeah, I've seen he's his always pictures. been like tubby. No, but if you've seen, you've seen his pictures, like, he does look fat. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's like roly-poly <laughs> sort of. Yeah. He has like a beer belly. <laughs> he does. He, he does look chubby to me. But I've only seen his pictures. I don't well, want to. He looks bottom heavy, kind of triangleish. I don't know. He looks like his arms are small. And, I don't know. More T Rexy. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe that's how he's, he'll just like fall over <laughs> on top of buildings and stuff. But his whole thing is supposed to be a. Uh, he's supposed to be what happens when uh, we fuck around with nature too much, and he comes out and cleanses the world of the people that are fucking with it. So he's here to wipe us out. To bring the world back to normal. Yep. History shows again and again how nature points out the folly of man. Well, no, he's not a nuclear explosion. He was here all along. And when everyone, anyone fucks with Earth, he comes up, fucks with the people, and brings balance back to the and planet goes and yeah. goes back. So is he Captain Planet? Yes. <laughs> basically, basically, that's what he is. He's Captain Planet or he's like a Gaia, you know, in, mm. in, in, a, in a lizard form. He's a scheduled mass extinction. Yeah, that's supposed to be the premise of this Godzilla. That's it's a total. Cool. Well, yeah. Well, that's cool because it makes it sound like all the humans are going to die, which is awesome. I love movies where the whole world just gets destroyed. And they're like, oh, well, at least we're fucked. Well, and it's just a clean slate, too. It's like, no big deal. We'll, we're going <clears> to wipe out this species and make way for something new. Yeah, that's why I'm looking forward to Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's I saw some screenshots that from out? that. That looks good. July. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Same cast no ish okay. no not even close it's all different people it's still gonna have andy circus or whatever his name is no they're getting everyone different of course yeah. they are dude come on yeah he, i was gonna say he's the monkey <laughs> he's the, yeah right yeah he's like all the monkeys. he's like all the monkey yeah oh he was a star wars cast list right uh I'm sure yeah he was but who he's gives a shit like 50 whatever millions. he's gonna be a bad cg of something <laughs> i know whatever i'm i don't have high hopes for that movie at all hmm. i don't want to get into a whole star wars yeah, tangent yeah. again but it's up to you. Just said it, so. All right, I mean, he so. was referencing old ones, not new ones. Yeah, uh, right. Sure, why not? <laughs> All right, or let's rate Grim then. Woo! Who liked Grim? Anybody? Go, yeah. Uh, another. It was okay. I liked it. It was another <laughs> uh, Trebel episode, kind of showing her the ropes, stuff like that. Uh, hold on one sec. Trebel. What? <laughs> what else happened? Don't read it word for word. Just read it. You know what happened. You don't need to read anything. Come on, uh-huh. it's an hour long episode. Uh huh. Well, no, it goes. It, it goes into trouble again. She's with. Well, Nick. It's, it starts off yeah with Nick yes. and them going. Oh, I'm the stupid wife going. Oh, I'm not the wife yet, but I'm annoyed by this chick living in our house. I don't want her here. Yeah, and she kind of. Yes. She's like in her room. And <laughs> she's kind of. I don't know. I don't remember. Did she overhear it or not? <clears throat> yeah, she overheard everything. Uh, yeah, they're they're basically trying to. I think she was more stuffing her face uh, full of Chinese yeah. food, 
And Nick and Juliet were talking and Juliet was just like, how long is she going to be here? What's going on? You know, asking normal questions, whatever. Yes. And obviously, you know, Trouble was really, really hungry and had no manners whatsoever because she obviously, you know, was raised in a fucking barn or something. Well, uh, well, yeah, she's just been an orphan runaway seeing monsters her whole life, yeah. running away from places here and there. And it had shown a group of uh, women <clears throat> basically staging a shoplift. Uh, shop bling lifting. ring. Just a yeah. bling ring. Bling just, ring. Just say bling ring. It's a bling ring. And yeah. so one of them gets caught on the way out, and the others take off. It's a bling ring. What else? I thought that was the name of the shop. No. Well, like one of the girls almost gets caught, but she ends up getting away. And then it kind of cuts to where they all live together and they're all there except for the one who almost got caught, you know. And Oh, yeah, that's right. She's, she's she was separated. Yeah. And then when she finally gets there, it's like obvious she's in fucking trouble. <laughs> um, and like the man, you know, who wasn't there during the shoplifting. Succophus. Yeah, well, he, he gets mad at her and, you know, he takes her back into uh, his room and turns into a fucking parasite thing, like fucking hookworm whatever something yeah. and eats her basically sucks her blood out Is that, yeah it sucks all and, her plasma and then he just dumps her in a park <clears throat> and buries her under a thin layer of leaves and I was like whatever yeah that's not even he just like threw her into the ground and he's like kicked on dirt on her like a dog taking it, a shit it was just like some leaves on the ground yeah mm. well, was, when it's your food and you got what you want from it you don't do much else right it, well actually it, they referred it was, to it as a family she came home to the family yeah, but it was kind of weird because he's so careful about oh my god you got caught you got caught I'll just leave a dead body here I'm like why aren't you worried about not getting caught you know, yeah, but you'll leave found, a dead body like surface level in a park it was found pretty quick by the family dog well yeah of course you know, you have to get that shit way out there, man. Come on. He's, it sounds like he's been doing it for a while. I guess not. <laughs> he's like, whoops, I messed up with that one. <laughs> so meanwhile, like Nick and uh, Trouble and Hank, I think, go to Monroe. A.K.A. Joan Jett. Go to Monroe and Rosalie's house and they vogue for her. Come on. And it's vogue. like the first time that somebody's vogued for her and didn't try and kill her. So it was like a... That was a breakthrough. Was a thing or yeah. Something. Yeah, they're giving her like weird grimmer vention. What? <laughs> and so they're investigating the, the woman they find in the park or whatever. Um, they go to an old halfway house <coughs> that she was at. Um, oh, yeah, and they're taking um, Joan Jet is now there. It's like, oh, we'll, you'll just be a tag along for no reason. Okay. Yeah, she's like the tag along, but she keeps inserting herself you know, into the situations. And like, oh, who are you? Oh. And she, I guess, yeah, they're like in front of a <laughs> This woo. is weird. I don't know. And they're talking and she's like, oh, it's a vessel. <clears throat> Who's like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's like, uh. And so she keeps kind of like. Uh, she's Smith and Wesson. Yeah. She keeps kind of screwing up that way. And then at some point, I guess they're trying to track uh, this family. And so, you know, they're right. The bling ring. Skipping ahead. It's called bling ring. Well, they, they go to the old halfway house, and, oh. and then um, one of the girls at the halfway house, Vogue's out in and front, trouble yeah. fi- sees it, but Nick wasn't uh-huh. there, so he didn't see it. Whatever. She goes and starts beating her up, you know. They're just like, tell me, you know, what happened to this girl? What, what happened? Why, where did she go when she left? And she ends up saying, oh my gosh, it was a woman named Donna. Like, don't kill me. She met her at this place. Yes. And so they go stake it out. Nick and Hank and trouble go stake it out. Yes, and then um, he's become one of Harry's angels. They go to the place. She's like, oh, fuck this. I'll just walk out there and look like I want something. Yeah, she makes so, herself homeless, grabs a yeah. cup, and empties it for the the change. Yeah, and Donna, and just Donna gets picked up like that. Yeah. 
Or no, Donna picks her up. Picks like that. her up. She says all the right things, and they're like, "What the fuck?" And they see her going off with Donna, so they follow him. Yeah, and then the typical, "Oh, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you," and Nick and them will show up right well, after I beat you up. But yeah, they they bring her back, they dress her up, and he's like, "Yeah, she'll do." And she's trying to leave, and he basically tells her, "No, you can't leave." And new girls spend their first night with me, and he brings her back, you know, and she's like, <laughs> "Fuck this," and punches him in the face. Yeah. And, then he vogues and he's like, oh my God, you brought home a Grimm. And it gets in this big fight. And it turns out Donna's one of these weird parasite people, too. They're called like yep. Lebensager, Life Sucker. Yeah. And they just beat the, she just beat the living shit out of both of them. Yeah. She just, you uh, know, she's a whoop their asses. But, but then luckily Nick and Hank yeah. show up and they shoot the dude and uh, fucking trouble kills the chick. Yes. And then they rescue the two other girls, you know. So oh, it, was a, it was happy. a one off mm-hmm. trying to grow. Uh, they're trying to move along with um, trouble. Joan, Joan Jet. Yeah. Uh, it was all right. Uh, it was a little predictable. Well, very predictable. Um, I give it a two out of five ear holes, three out of five eye holes and about three out of five uh, face suckers. For Grim, for me, what do you rate it? I give it three and a half uh, out of five. I was gonna say leech faces. <laughs> leech and facing. Leech and face. <laughs> I will also give it a three and a half out of five. Whatever. Yeah, it was all right. I don't know. Yeah, right. it's another one off. Yeah, those are always fun. All right, what do you got, Skip? I got some biologists who created um, DNA with six nucleotides instead of four. What does that mean? Well, so a nucleotide is like the, the things, you know how DNA looks, right? It's the spiraling yes. two things with the connectors in the middle, yep. right? And it looks like a staircase kind of. Well, the nucleotides are the um, outer part, not the, the connectors, but the outer part of DNA. And um, they connect together very specifically. Yeah. Right? So there's only four of them in human DNA and all the other regularly occurring DNA in the world. Uh-huh. Um, but these scientists created six um, nucleotides. So what's that going to mean, though? Well, that means that... Um, Superpowers. Right. <laughs> Five so heads, four arms. It, what it means is that, that the proteins that can be made by this six nucleotide DNA are quite a bit more complex, and there are quite a lot more of them, right? Because there are different ways that you can put together these six yeah. things Instead of just the four, so they're talking about it for like medicines and other okay. kind of novel treatments for viruses and shit like that. Um, but I, who knows where it'll fucking go? Maybe it means you can have that set of wings you always wanted. Oh, so so Twice maybe they could grow stuff with it. What else could they do with it if they added more? Well, I mean, it it's kind of hard to picture, right? And. Proteins are the building blocks of a lot of our body. Yes. So it could potentially be used to attack a specific form of cancer or, um, you know, a particular virus like AIDS or something like that. Because you can work a lot more magic, you know, a lot of more biological magic with those extra two nucleotides. Oh, okay. So you just have more room to work with, basically. Right. You can make more things. You can make more complex things. You can make a whole fucking lot more of them. Think of it as just having more ingredients than you had before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's just uh, a greater number of 
combinations and things you can make. It's just like you added some ingredients to your you know, cabinet. Yeah, the analogy used in this, uh, this article on Wired is um, imagine having an alphabet suddenly of 39 letters instead of 26. Right. You can just put together a lot more words. And okay. Represent a lot more ideas. That makes sense. Nice. Ingredients works too. All right. What are we smoking here? Oh, what do you guys rate that last stuff we smoked? I have no idea what it was. It's green Dragon. That stuff tasted really good. I'll have to give it nine out of ten <coughs> tasty buds. Nine out of ten tasty buds. Oh, nice. What do you rate? Hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a good. Definitely a good smoke. Tasted good. Um, I don't know, like eight and a half out of ten. Um, jade dragons. Jade dragons. There you go. That's what it should have been called. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, we're almost on two hours, huh? Whoops. Really? No. Oh, we're not. Okay, good. One forty. Oh, well, come on, dude. that's close. that's almost twenty <laughs> minutes is an eternity in podcast world. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Not even. Okay. Well, then we're smoking this. Uh, Chem Ogre. Ken, it sounds like Ken Ober, but it's Ken <laughs> Ogre. <laughs> right? Sure. Remember that guy from Saturday Night Live? Wait, Ken, Ken Ober. Ober. Ken Ober, he's an old 80s. He was around Chevy Chase days. If you guys remember those days, probably not. Nope. Well, I, yeah, I watched a lot of those, but I don't remember the character personally. Uh, Ken Ober. Uh, it's uh, Ken Ober. Oh, um, real quick. Uh, also, Wu Tang Clan has put out a new album, but it's only going to be shown in museums. Okay, from place to place. It, uh, they made one master copy. It's going to be. It's in a diamond casing. It's going to be um, displayed in museums, and then after it's displayed in museums, it's going to be um, auctioned off to the highest bidder. Well, that's smart. So, so we will listen. We will hear the new Wu Tang we'll, album. We'll listen. <clears throat> we will listen <laughs> to the new Wu Tang album, but uh, I don't know. Has so share shares long? shares on the album? Interesting. That's all I know. But it's just, I don't know how long it's going to be on tour for. Oh, all no, I, how long ago was their last album? <clears throat> like twenty years ago. Yeah. Like ninety six or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. So this is their newest album, but it's going to be on display like a museum piece. <laughs> It's Why like not? in a big diamond. It's like all diamond encrusted. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, there's like a picture right there. The Woo album. Holy the album. shit. It looks like something in the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Oh, God. Don't open it. Don't tap on it, yo. You're going to mess up everything. <sighs> yeah, the Woo album. So, in, so that's the box. <clears throat> you open that up, and then there's a diamond encrusted CD case in there. Okay. CD? What, yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's a diamond-encrusted CD case inside. Uh-oh. Oh, there's oh he phone. lost the album. <laughs> what? I lost my album. Okay. What do you guys rate this stuff? This is your... Um, Chem Ogre. Chem Ogre. I like oh. this one. Chem Ogre. Chem Ogre. I like this one. Uh, I've been smoking it a bunch at home. Red Rover, Red Rover. Cam ogre, cam ogre. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> uh, eight and a half out of ten. Um, <sighs> Sativas? <What? laughs> I know, that was lazy, wasn't it? Oh, come on, man. 
Oh, and James uh, Marston, a.k.a. Cyclops, he wants to return in the new um, X-Men movies. Uh, of course, he's like, I want some money. Right. Uh, he was in... Those Party of Five reruns aren't working out too well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, oh, Spider-Man made $92 million. Oh, that's disappointing. Um, hey, have you seen the iRobot commercial? <clears throat> no. It's um, a new iRobot? No, no, no. It's not the Asimov book? <clears throat> no, it's a commercial, like a modern day commercial, but it looks like a commercial you'd see in like a Robocop movie. It's all iRobot, and it shows like a, a military guy like disarming a bomb. And then it's like iRobot, oh, and it shows like a mom using like the weird vacuum thing. And then it's like, oh, iRobot. And then it shows like a white guy walking with a weird robot. Hmm, no. It's uh, like iRobot.com for all this weird technology shit. Hmm. I was like, so it's a the? literal company or yeah, is it? it's a, a literal m- company. Okay. Not a like, media company no, promoting something. No, it's an actual company something. called iRobot. Sounds like they're recruiting drone pilots. It was weird. I'm like, is this a real commercial? <laughs> so iRobot, you can look it up if you want, guys. I'm not going to play it. Maybe I should. Not. <laughs> no, actually, maybe I will. No. Uh, oh, yeah. Deficit picks of the week, guys. Uh, Natural Born Killers. Um, Arlington Road. And Fast Times at Richmond High. Oh, a horror movie idea. Okay, it's going to call be called Day Worker. A serial killer that poses as a day laborer gets picked up by white rich people and they get murdered. No identification, no ID. They steal their cars, drive them back to Mexico. Boom. Try to get Robert Rodriguez to direct. Oh, oh, totally, dude. Yeah. No, I wouldn't get him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get Antonio Banderas. Get him both. <laughs> what? Antonio Banderas can act, he can direct. Well, he's, he started with Robert Rodriguez. Ah, okay. In El Mariachi. I saw that. Um, yeah, I think that's a good idea for a horror movie called Day Laborer or Day Worker... Or, I don't know. Um, like, a, what, Murder at Home Depot? <laughs> there you go. Now, Free advertising. See if you can get them to pay, uh, put the bill for you. Well, it might because then it would deter people at Home Depot from picking up the guys <laughs> hanging out there. <laughs> it would be like an anti-illegal um, immigration law. It's a big PSA. <laughs> yeah, that movie's called um, Day Worker. Serial killer that poses as a day laborer. And he knows, like, he's, like, he's, um, he's, uh, he knows, like, 12 different languages. You know, he's, like, almost like a spy type intelligence. Can he kill them with gardening tools? Uh, yeah. And, like, lawnmowers <coughs> and shit. Dude, perfect. See? Right. I didn't think of that. Isn't that, like, too much of a calling card? They just have to uh, yeah. stick out every Home Depot in the city? The guy with the bloody push mode. No, but yeah. that would work perfectly because it would cover everything because he would be, like, it would fit in. He, and, and he would use gloves, and he would only have... It would, all the, uh, the white people would be the only ones who would touch the tools. Mm-hmm. And he would make it look like they fell down in their garden. <laughs> <laughs> Got impaled on their pretty yeah. shoes. It would be like bad accidents. Somehow a push mower uh, mangled their face. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. Yeah, dude. Come on, day, day labor. Or you can make it look like a murder-suicide. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Husband and wife do each like other. Like they double weed, weed whackers. Whack. Yeah, double <laughs> weed whacker. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, double gas-powered weed whackers to the face. Oof. Um, oh, oh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., really quick. Uh, three out of five bad haircuts um, from Colby Smolders. 
she she has bled onto that show and made it more horrible than it is now. She's got to do something. Agent well, yeah, exactly. Uh, Agent, oh yeah, that's right. She's Agent Hill. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Destiny uh, critics say the game looks boring. Really? Uh, yeah. The guy who played it for forty five minutes says it's boring. Did he? So the I watched a video from IGN. And the guy played for a while as different characters and, and said it was only uh, one kind of little area that he got to play in. Yes. You have, so, to, you have to unlock the uh, multiplayer. It's not right off the bat. I don't know. There's some weird shit with it. Huh. And it's uh, and if people if are right... If you pre-order, you get a beta. So just go put your five bucks down and you can get the beta. And part. it's supposed to be one of the most expensive games ever paid. $500 million put into this game. Wow. And with, it's boring. Yes, with advertising. And like it's the most expensive game ever <coughs> at this point for really? for production, pre production. Yeah. Because hmm. GTA five was pushing it. I think they were pushing it like at three, four fifty. Jesus. But yeah. But they made their money back. Like boom. Yeah. The first day. So but Destiny, we don't know, man. This is an RPG um, the first done by the Halo people. So this is a new game from the guys who did Halo. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I say it sells probably a million copies. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm going to buy it. So it's an RPG that doesn't have a monthly fee. You can go to multiple planets and... That's, this is what they're saying, that we don't know. Yeah. All, all, everyone has been shown these rails. All the um, demo people have just been shown this one little tech rail of, oh, right. you can go in here, go in here. They haven't seen anything else, so no one right. can really judge it yet. Exactly. That's the part that I was trying yeah. to get at. The video that I saw where a guy was discussing what he played, it was just one little part of one little um, building. Like, yeah, that's, what, complex, that's all anyone's you know? played. It was that's like all a, anyone's played, yeah. And they're getting pissed. So, But Bungie's always secretive. I mean, with all the Halo games, they tease a bunch of shit, but they don't show it to you until just before. Yeah, we'll see. There's a know. beta coming. Yeah. GameStop, five bucks, will get you a copy of the beta key. That's true. Oh, yeah, and uh, Xbox One, yeah, we know it's going to China for the first first console sold in 14 years. Wow, they haven't had a single PlayStation <clears throat> or a single Xbox or no. Nintendo there for they anything? They had nothing. Did they have, like, a Chinese version? No. Oh. This is the first console oh, wow. in 14 years to ever be sold in China. That's crazy. And It's, it's, it's if China, it's, come on. But still, I mean, the idea that... Um, China! They didn't. China. They didn't come right. up with their own kind of ripoff console or something similar that, to play just yes. Chinese games, like the People's Game Box. That's right. <clears throat> it's all oh, just the People's Game Box. <laughs> Mouse box. House nice. And it's just like one button on off, <laughs> right? And it just loops. One, it, well, and you control it by uh, you know connecting electrodes to your head, so oh they can shock you every once in a while. So yeah, so the Chinese Xbox, but if they corner the market because Chinese hate Japan, it's going to be a console war for oh, real. Oh, dude, shit, you're right. right. How many billion people are there in China? Yeah, that's what be, I'm saying. And they're still I mean, pretty pissed at Japan. Just a oh, little, dude. Just a, just a little. like territorial dispute yeah. right now and stuff. So I'm sure it's not pretty. So it's going to be a literal console war between that these two countries. Consoles yeah, each it, other. Yeah. <laughs> what? They'll fill up the That's South a China console war. They'll be throwing them at each other. Well, yeah, they will be. Yeah. Catapults. Launching them. Yeah. That'd I don't know. Awesome. Yeah, so yeah, so China. We'll see how that goes. I don't know. <coughs> it's just gonna they're not gonna be able to play any games. It's gonna be like, oh yay. Well, it'll probably be They'll be censored. Yeah, exactly. It'll be games developed by Chinese developers for the Chinese market. That's lame. And all very the, few 
Yeah, all the UK games are censored to all shit, man. Well, they censor out the blood, right? That's censored. They turn it green. That's yeah. That's really censored takes you right out of the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's sen- what am I fucking playing a 1980s xenomorph? Yeah, my shit. Martians like that or reference? people? Come on, which is it? <laughs> xenomorph game. Come on, guys. Sorry, not Martians. Vulcans. Oh, that original <laughs> Aliens versus Predators side scroller. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. And that was all green blood. A uh, Gears of War TV show could be coming to Xbox One. With, like, 50 other shows. Really? They have, like, a lineup of, like, 50... I forget the lineup. I'll look it up. All, what? Live action, animation? There's live action. Everything? There's animation. So there's going to be a Mass Effect. There's a... Uh, uh, maybe. There's documentary. That could be cool. That's not an Xbox exclusive, though. That's EA. Oh, okay. But still, um, that could be really cool. Eh, it could be. But, like, more like Give Gears me. of War, because that's yeah. a Microsoft... Yeah, or Halo. Halo yeah. Um, a Halo TV show, definitely, but... The big thing is Halo TV show is going to go to Showtime first, but they're saying it's an Xbox One exclusive. So it's like, what the fuck, guys? Did Microsoft buy Showtime when no one I was I don't looking? know, dude. They're, I don't know what they're fucking doing. It's going to be Xbox TV soon? They're going, yeah. It's exclusively on Xbox Wait. One and other Microsoft devices as well as PC. It's like, how is that exclusive then? That makes no That's sense. They, they do it all the time. Yeah. Everything's but, exclusive on Xbox One and other Microsoft devices. Well, they mean exclusive to Microsoft then. Yeah. But that's PC. That's everybody. Yes. That's not exclusive to anybody. <laughs> and they're making people who have Xbox Ones do the $60 thing, the $60 paywall, but mm. that's $60 a year. But another thing to that real quick is people who p- complain about doing paywalls isn't everybody paying for internet to begin with to play Netflix? Isn't that your paywall? Oh, yeah. You pay right? for every service. <clears throat> so or I don't see why that... people are complaining about a paywall when they're paying to use Netflix to begin with. When or they're going. Hulu or Xfinity yes. or anything. Yeah. Yes. But they're complaining about the what? How much is it a month? Well, Xbox Live is just for a Xbox service. Live. 14. Four bucks. Four bucks a month. Five bucks. Yeah, they're complaining about five bucks a month. They're going, oh, it's 60 bucks a year. It breaks down to five bucks a month. If Which you is can less than an Netflix. Xbox One, you can afford sixty bucks a year. If you can't, exactly. then you shouldn't have got the damn thing. Exactly. And they're complaining or to stay about offline. that. They're going, oh, uh, PlayStation Four. You don't need to pay sixty dollars a month to watch Netflix on it. You're not paying <clears throat> Microsoft for fucking Netflix. You're paying Netflix for Netflix. Yeah, I don't know. Netflix. Speaking of which, is going to um, bump up two bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the last time it got for bumped streaming, up, people shat themselves, dude. It's only two dollars, dude. It's an even ten bucks. I didn't even care, but people went nuts last time that went up. It's an even ten. Uh oh, M has something to say. You have anything to say about the the prices of Netflix going up? I just don't want to pay more. <laughs> That's all. It's really because Netflix made the deal with Comcast for faster speeds, so they can have like 4K and high def. Mm-hmm. So does that have anything with? Comcast strong-arming people because of net neutrality now? Yeah, it, it's... They can do that now? Like, you pay Netflix is directly violated the principle stream. of net, ne- net neutrality, yeah. So... Well, always. Come on, you knew that was going to happen. Eventually. Right, but the government has had a unofficial policy, at least for the last long time, and now the FCC looks to allow these kinds of things, which means that, you know, big companies will pay money to have a faster speed when people are getting content from it. But they're only going to pay more money by hacking up the prices for us. So they're not paying anything more. They're just charging us the extra two bucks for that well, internet they pass speed. they pass the buck, yeah. They, yeah. Literally. It ends up with us, eventually. Yeah, yeah that's, that's all that happens. That always happens. Anytime also, a company gets charged for anything, they just charge it. And if they don't up. like your website or whatever your company <clears> they'll uh, throttle your bandwidth. Because it's funny. Slow you down. 
Well, yeah, because multi-billion dollar companies don't want to lose any money. Like losing $2 is $2 billion. Or, I don't know. It's, they get greedy after a while. That's what happens. It's like, oh, no, we'll bump up two bucks, but we won't charge anybody more. We'll get charged $2 more for our internet, but we're not going to charge our customers $2 more, but they're going to be like, no, fuck that. All the cat picture sites are going to go away. What? <laughs> Call the internet a little bit. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They're... Call the internet. That's like 99%. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. That and porn. Well, it's funny. They offer the internet as a big service, and then big companies just use it as a way to advertise or to attract attention to people. And they just, I don't know, they use it in the wrong way. They just use it just to whore themselves out even more. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing like with like, you know, like they're hopping on podcast trends or hopping on Twitter. Twitter. Like, oh, it's ABC Twitter. Come on, guys. Taco we're hip Bell. and cool. Yeah. You know, all these big companies hopping on this bullshit and they're ruining it. You know? I think it's hilarious. Like that whole NYPD thing where they well, yeah, just that, Yeah, that thing you brought up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think that's great. So, you know, the unintended consequences sometimes are worth it. But it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like these... Um, and honestly, you're going to be suckered by that same company through TV if you're that impressionable. Yeah. Internet, it doesn't matter yes. the forum, right? <clears throat> it's the person reading it or seeing it or hearing but, it. But that's but leave that on TV, man. Mm. Well, I don't want like, like, I don't want my Hulu being like, I'm paying eight bucks a month for that. Why do I have advertising in the middle of something I'm paying for? Eight dollars well, a month. To do with Hulu. That charge me, with charge me ten bucks a month, then I won't take any advertising. I'll take that easy. You need to. You should uh, be able to fix that with AdBlock Plus, probably. But, but the still. internet's so huge, uh, yes. at least right now. That yeah, there's all that shit that you're talking about. But there's yeah. also all the good stuff, like the way the internet should be used. There are people out there using it just for that. Yeah, you just have to go and look for it. No, but most of it is crap, no. They especially aren't. Especially if this net neutrality shit keeps happening, then all the good sites will probably go away. <laughs> Because a cable company could be like, all right, well, we don't like what your site has to say. Guess well, what? that's the you whole have thing. Zero gonna, bandwidth. Yes, mm-hmm. they're gonna. That's what's gonna happen. Everything's gonna start being cut off. Like, well, I think little independent websites and that run like you know multiple shit going all the time, mm-hmm. fucking streaming shit. So the deal is that it's an ISP that makes this decision, right? So I think what you'll see is a lot of kind of startup ISPs coming around. Or, you know, smaller players starting to eat away at Comcast and some of the other big internet service providers because people will want to have a net neutral. It'll be something that will, it'll be like a service that you pay for part of your... And their whole shtick will be like, hey, look, we don't do this. You can get whatever site you want, all equal bandwidth. All right, that'll work. Hopefully. Oh, another... um, It's just Comcast, you know, they're the big guys on the block. The only guy on the block right now. Well, no, there's in different regions of the country, That's there are right. others. Oh, yeah, I forgot there's other regions of the country than this. And um, <laughs> uh, Romper Stomper, uh, Deficit Pick of the Week. No, that's a good one. And The Road Warrior, I Can Hold That Tanker. Yeah. Thanks. The Road Warrior. That's an awesome movie. Uh, I give the yes, road it out. is, sir. Road out the, um... Five out of five um, gorilla kids or feral monkey kids. kids. Feral. I don't know. Yeah. Or five out of five um, bladed boomerangs. How about five out of five humongouses? Oh. I'm Lord Humongous. There's been too much violence. Now, is that Lord Humongous? Too or much humongous? pain. Walk away. Walk away. Thanks. Right? 
Take your people and walk away. Thank you. Lord Humongous. What was his name? What? Oh, I, I'm probably remembering wrong. Was it Lord Humongous or The Humongous? That's Lord Humongous. Okay. Come on, man. Long time ago. No, it's not. <laughs> I guess not considering I've rewatched that movie a couple of times. <laughs> it's a good movie. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Um, what else is going on here? Oh, EA um, Xbox One press conference is June 9th, 9.30 a.m. I'm going to be there for the Xbox press conference. We'll see what happens. It's not going to be another uh, Nazi youth rally like it was last year for the PlayStation 4. <laughs> That's what it was, basically. Jesus. It was. That's what it reminded me of. It reminded me, like, you put those side to side. You know they how they do those with the... Um, People that go jump for video games I'm, the same way they jump for food. I bet you could find that. Somebody's probably done that. Oh, I'm sure. But yeah, that's what it reminded me of. It was like a place I wouldn't want to be. Just brainwashed people, dude. Just getting sucked in. It's weird. It was strange, man. It was a weird turn, man. I'm just waiting for all the comment sections. <clears throat> what? After the <clears throat> E3 or whatever. Oh, it's going to be insane. Articles. It's just a bunch of fucking... Well, honestly, movies. if oh, the trend's going to continue where the Xbox people are kind of like, eh, and the PS4 people are like rabid dogs. I don't know. So, oh yeah, Goonies 2 is happening and they want to get the old cast back together. That's what the Richard Donner said. Yeah, can you imagine like a 40-year-old uh, <laughs> uh, Data? <laughs> oh, 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 Is Chunk still even alive? It's like, but you still have to do the broken um, English. Oh, 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 you about that these days? He'll be like a failed, um, just a loser living in his mom's basement. Right. He'll Sa- still have the stupid belt buckle that shoots the tiny little suction cup. Well, that, that'll be hung up like on like his coat hanger, like an homage to the mm-hmm. old movie. Samwise right. is still alive, right? Who? Yeah, Sean Astin. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, oh, yeah, so Samwise. And Josh Brolin, he'll be in it then. Oh, yeah, definitely, dude. Uh, no, he'll Josh- write the little mini pink dude, bike. Oh. Josh- dude, Josh Brolin will look like he's 90. Well, I just thought about the main cast. Is that chick from a What's up, Raising Hope count? Yeah. Yeah, she'll be in there. She'll be She went through most of the She's adventure. haggard as all no, hell. No, she's looking good. No, she's not, oh, dude. She she looks like this like she season. looks like this guy I know. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She she does. I swear to God, she looks well, like this that's dude. That's problematic for you. I don't know this same dude. That's why so. that's why she's not good looking. I'm like, oh god. That would be kind of creepy. <laughs> all right. I was like, uh, because he's always had that haircut. Yeah, so yeah, she'll be in it looking 90. Um, who else? <laughs> oh, there's, uh, Short round. Wait. Uh, uh, Chunk mouth. will be in it. Who's Mouth? Chunk. Uh, Corey no. Feldman. That's right, Corey Feldman. He'll be in it. He'll be all crazy and I don't wear leather. He's still yeah, around. Yeah, Corey Feldman. And he'll be dressed up as Michael Jackson, dreaming a little dream. Oh, yeah. Um, you guys like that reference there? Forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> Creepy. Oh, another show coming out. Um... The Leftovers, I was talking to you about it. Um, it's about it's coming out on Showtime, I think, in June. It's about a villa, like a town oh, yeah. where 100 people go missing. Like mm. they have no idea where they went, and the town is left over, whatever. Leftovers. Yeah. And uh, what's the other one? Oh, and uh, Halt and Catch Fire is a new show coming on um, AMC mm-hmm. or a and I, I could get those so mixed up. It's called Halt and Catch Fire? And uh, yeah, it's about the, like the um, the like the computer business in the '80s and how they're building computers and all that stuff. Oh, that sounds cool. So it should be cool. Uh, Marshmallow Peeps, the movie's coming. Um, Meg Ryan will do voiceover for How I Met Your Mother. What? Yeah, Meg Ryan. How I Met Your Father. How I Met Your Mother. 
I'm, oh, How I Met Your Father. It's a lesbian one. How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> Wait, is this happening or? Yes. You, you're not? Yeah, this Yes, the How I Met oh, Your Mother well, is going to be Meg Ryan. Seconds. Yeah, they're always going to do that. They, that was planned to begin with. Yeah. So they're going to do that. So that's going to be Meg Ryan is going to be the voiceover for that, like Bob Saget was for the other one. Um, uh, that's pretty fun. Oh, and they're going to put, they have do- glow-in-the-dark roads in the Netherlands that they're testing out. So like when you drive over them, like if it's icy out, the, 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 there'll be like weird snow patterns on the road. So you'll know that there's black ice on the road or whatever. So to be careful. This is in the Netherlands where it gets freezing, so. Yeah. So I don't know. That sounds like a good idea. There'll probably be a couple of problems, but they'll figure it out as it happens. What? Oh, I don't know. It's unforeseen shit that always comes along. I don't know. Oh, yeah, and um, EA and Comcast will start streaming video games over the X1 boxes, like the cable box I have, because it has two USB inputs. Oh, really? Yes. So you shall, well, shall. You should be be able to play games over it probably within the next couple of months. Stream. Stream because there's a um because there's a it's basically a computer that yeah, thing. I so know. So yeah, so you'll be able to play games with so EA and Comcast so they're going to make a deal to have the game. So they're going to have like Plants for Zombies first and like Madden and Are they going to have it. a controller? Uh you just plug in the Xbox One controller. That's a micro USB. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be, that'll work. Because if it's EA, I'm pretty sure they're gonna do a deal with Xbox. But oh, that might be their version of what PlayStation's trying to do with you know oh get the PlayStation now or you can download games off their TVs and all that stuff. Xbox's version could be use the Comcast cable box to download Xbox games without owning an actual Connect or the actual 360 or the Xbox whatever. Right? Could you see that? Mm, possibly. <clears throat> right? I don't know. I think Xbox, you know, would want to push people to buy the one since it's not selling well and they make a lot of money oh. off of Xbox Live <laughs> subscriptions. It's and selling well, man. Come on. Well, not compared to PS4. Uh, all right. Let's rate uh, Silicon Valley real quick. Go for it before we leave. Anybody? Well, this is, again, this is about the, uh, the logo. Again. Yes. They're looking for the logo. Yeah, they're looking for the logo, and they find a street artist. It looks like in the streets of named Oakland. Chewy. Yeah, named Chewy, like like sort of like Facebook found. Um, and the two guys, Gilfoyle and the Indian guy, are left in the car, and they're freaking out because it's like a high crime area. Yeah, because it's Oakland. Mm-hmm. So, so they basically bring the guy back only because the guy thinks he's Latina. The Indian guy, uh, Gilfoy, that's his yeah, name? Yeah, Chewy, the street artist. No, Gilfoy is... Um, Martin Starr. Oh. Uh, Indian guy. I wish I remembered his name. But the, the, the street guy. artist thinks the Indian guy is uh, Mexican. And so Ehrlich or whatever was like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. He's like, all right, well, if you got a, you know, a Hispanic on the crew, sure, well, I'll go along with it. He's like, all right. Pays him 10000 bucks for it. He's clearly Indian, dude. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, he looks Spanish. And then he gets home and he's talking. He tells the Indian guy, he's like, oh, I, I don't, sorry, I don't mean to offend you or nothing, but I told this guy you're a Mexican. And he's like, why would I find that offensive? Yeah, and he's like, wait a second. The fact that you asked that, think that that's racist, is racist. And it just goes yeah. this whole thing. And like, that's the running gag of the show is Ehrlich <laughs> apologizing his ass For off. For trying not to be racist. not to be racist, but somehow yes. ending up being racist. Yes, just like the, um, uh, like the Lauren Michaels thing with, um, he's like, oh, I'm looking for a black female comedian. 
And that's like, oh, why aren't you just looking for a female? So that got all yeah, fucking yeah. twisted for him. It's that kind of thing. Yeah, so it's funny. And then it's like, whoops. <laughs> I guess the whole thing why everybody wants, uh, well, God, the main characters program Pied Pipers is just they don't really give a shit about him or his program. It's a big pissing contest. Yes, billionaire pissing contest uh, between Peter Gregory and the other guy. Oh, Gavin Belson. Gavin, but basically. Um, uh, I think it's Bill Gates and uh, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Totally. Yes. And so the his uh, what's his name's assistant basically tells him all this. Like, look, this is just a pissing contest to him. They don't care about you. The two hundred thousand dollars that he gave you—that's nothing. These guys are worth billions. This is what they do. This is how they get their rocks off. <laughs> and he's like, all right. So I gave up ten million dollars, you know, <laughs> to do this company because you guys not no not Peter Gregory, but you said you yeah. know it was worth something. And you yeah. believed in me. This is on you. And he like storms out and she feels bad. You know, da But I don't know. I guess it kind of gets him motivated. Oh, and the painting was, I guess, the Indian guy fucking the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> um, butt fucking the but, Statue well, of Liberty. Well, butt fuck. Uh, it was from behind. Yeah, butt fucking. I'll bet it was. Because it was yeah. what's his face is the Statue of Liberty. Not at first. Um, and so that's a oh, big problem. Oh, not at first. Because that's a big problem. Like, <clears throat> hey, can you redo it? You know, do something a little different. He's like, "All right." Yeah, and then so he, he put does. both and of their faces put on it. Ehrlich's face on it. Yeah, yeah on the statue. So of that's on. The, so that's on the front of the garage door in Palo Alto. Yes. And then two Palo Alto <laughs> cops pull up, and they're like, "What the hell are you doing with this?" It's like you guys can do whatever you want inside, but he's like, "Oh no, 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 we're not like that." It's like, "Yeah, right, whatever." And, <laughs> and then, then he's like, "Oh, let me open the." He's like, "Oh, here, let me fix that for you." Opens the garage door. And there's like 30 pot plants. He's like, oh, whoops. It's like, that, that must be from the previous owner where I didn't clear out the garage yet. Right? Yep. And, <laughs> and I, it was funny because at first I thought like, well, that's a simple solution. Just open the garage yeah. door so you can figure out what to do. But yes. I guess that was a bad idea. And they finally get their new logo and it's lowercase. It looks like, I don't know, all the other logos that they made a point of. They're all lowercase letters. All right. So what do you rate it? Hmm... I'll give it three out of five. Try bending over backwards not to be racist. Nice. I give it, uh, yeah, about the same. Three out of five um, sexual paintings. All right. <laughs> all right, let's do uh, Fargo. Do you remember it, M, at all? Um, this is a good one. Some of it. Real quick, uh, Fargo, we, uh, let's see. What happens in the beginning? Well, they they show the background of the um, supermarket king, and they show him driving with his wife and his kid in the snow, and like, his right. car breaks down, and, and and he's like praying to God, like he needs help, and he finds a suitcase full of money. Well, the suitcase full of money is a direct reference to the actual movie, the the ice scraper and the suitcase full of money. Ah, uh, see, I didn't see the movie. So, well, like if people are huge, like I haven't seen the movie in a really long time. And if people are huge fans of that movie, they're like, oh my god, it's the suitcase of money in the ice scraper from the original movie. Whatever. Uh, yeah, so it's um, Oliver Platt's character, younger, a dest- what, just broken down on the side of the road, finds the money. <laughs> he finds the money and he's like, oh my god, God is real. Yeah. God is real, yeah, so you he's- know? <laughs> and all the while, um, Billy Bob Thornton is giving him the plague. So he's giving him the blood. Well, in, yeah. 
in yeah, the he's, current time. Yeah. He, he gave him blood coming out of the water, and uh, he fills his supermarket full of crickets. A.K.A. Locusts. That's what, you know, that's what they're going to represent, you know, in his mind, because he believes God is real and the plagues are being brought upon him. And uh, what's his face from Always Sunny in Philadelphia? The plumber guy. Yeah, he well, he's he plants he, the seed. He's the one who was originally blackmailing him. He's the trainer. Yeah. Right. And so he goes over there pretending he's a plumber and he's like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know what you're talking about. Blood, you know. And then, yeah, then he starts saying something about the Bible, like, oh, you better get right with the Lord, you know? Yeah, he plants a seed in his head knowing he's a God freak. But that's before the crickets come along. Yes. And also before the crickets come along, Billy Bob Thornton gets arrested by Guilfoy or what's his name? Sorry, I don't know. Uh, just uh, Tom Hanks' kid, Colin Hanks. Uh, I don't know. The guy who had originally pulled him over in like Not the first or second episode. Yeah. And this must have been his first arrest. Grimly. Yeah, Grimly. Gr- yes, that's right. So Grimly ba- arrests him with a shaky hand, barely getting him arrested. Like the guy could have turned around and beat the shit out of him. This yeah. cop was so inept. But he also had, you know, yeah. he just arrested him with like no evidence whatsoever. He didn't even read him his rights, nothing. Yeah, no Miranda he rights. Was just He's like, boom. And then when he brings him in, he changes his whole persona to his preacher. He parts his hair to another side, puts on glasses, and wears a sweater. He was already wearing the sweater. Oh, that's right. But yeah, he just starts talking really nice and funny. Cheers, guys. Huh. And and before he's like, hey, what's up? I'm going to kill you. And then he's like, hey, guys, what's up? Oh, jeez. I'm just a preacher, you know? He's like, oh, this guy pointing a gun at me. It's so scary. So it's it's Billy Bob Thornton. Um, He's just playing a guy who's playing another guy. So he's playing the role of a serial killer who's pretending to be a preacher at this time. And the preacher was the identity he picked up when he went to the post office in Duluth and was like, I have a package for Duluth. You know, you just want to give it to me. That's when he picked up that identity to be a preacher. That's dust. Yeah. So, yeah. Then the cops are interviewing him and they think like he's a fucking preacher and that Grimley's insane and they basically let him go and scold Grimley and like, you know. And he also said, he's like, in two hours, you're going to be saying, what you've made a oh, mistake. Yeah. When he was being arrested, he was like, you made a mistake. You made a mistake. It, that's what you'll be saying in two hours. And then as he's being released, Grimley's going, you guys, you made a mistake. Don't let him go. This is a mistake. You know, it's like, I it, told you. <laughs> and he's saying exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah anyway. he's, he's really calculated on everything he does. He knew he's going to get arrested. He knew how to get away from the cops. Uh, even though he's fucking with people. I don't know. It's a weird show. But And then there's all this stuff with Lester. Yes, Lester um, the molester. Lester's brother comes over and sees his house, like that he still hasn't cleaned up the blood or anything. Um, and his hand's still super infected. Um, and it's swollen. It's disgusting. It's like green. Yes. Oh. <clears throat> it's like festering. Like it's it's into his fingers. You see his like knuckles are starting to swell. Ooh. Because it's right in the webbing, so his hand and his knuckles are slowly starting to swell. It's yeah, all pus. He's going to lose that hand. Oh, God. So gross. <clears throat> yeah, so he has a festering pus wound. Um, he gets picked up by um, Mr. Wrench and Mr. Numbers um, in the bar. They're about to drag him off and throw him in the ice hole. And then he uh, he has this taser, tasers him, runs away. Wait, uh, but, but the other guy, Mr. Yeah. Numbers, doesn't hear it well, happen yeah, it's, because it's he's deaf, you know, and he's yes. facing the other direction, drilling, drilling, the, drilling hole. the hole. So he, like, tases Mr. Wrench and, like, yeah. fucking runs off. Uh, Hebrew hammer, yeah, he tases and, him. And then he runs into the cop. 
And he punches him in the face. Yeah, because the cop's like, oh, jeez, what's going on? He's like, I need help. I need help. He's like, oh, calm down. And he just punches him in the face. He's like, oh, man, jeez, well, what are you doing? He asked for a ride. He, yeah. didn't, he didn't say, I need help. He said, can I, can I have a ride back into town? He's like, this isn't a taxi service. That's right. And he pops him in so the nose. So he just punches him because he needs to get arrested, basically. So Mr. Numbers but and like Mr. A, Wrench don't get him. But it's funny, like, uh, um, like a cop from, like, you know, like the States or United States. Not United States, but, you know, a California cop would just beat you down if you punched him in the face. He says, oh, jeez, why'd you do that? You know, it's not I got to arrest you now. Come on. Yeah, you get a billy club upside <laughs> your head in California. He's, like, really nice about being punched in the face. Right. I don't think he punched him very hard. <clears throat> but still, come on, you don't punch a cop. That's very disrespectful. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, they've got guns so, yeah. and stuff. So yeah. he arrests him, and like Mr. Numbers and Mr. Wrench are looking through the bushes, and they see it happen. So then they go into a bar, <laughs> and they just start beating the crap out of each other, and they get arrested. And of course, it's a small town, so they end up in the same cell. You so know? it ends with them over, <laughs> just hanging sucks. over um, uh, Puss Hand, um, a.k.a. Uh, Lester? Lester. Lester Nygaard. So that's, that's how it ends. So what do you rate it? Oh, fuck. I haven't thought about it. I rated uh, about four to five puss hands. Yeah. His hand is looking... Br- I'm waiting for him to pop that. He's, like Every time he's just about to pop it oh. and the phone rings, he's like, damn it. And then he has to go get something. And he's like, like just about to touch it and he gets interrupted. And they're, they're totally playing it. It's great. Because <laughs> he's like pulling down a suitcase and he bangs it on. He's like, ah, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he like unwraps it, and you see like it seeping through, you know, Ew. like the yellowish stuff seeping through onto the bandage. And so swollen. It's yeah, so I don't know how he can still bend his hand. But yeah, the, but I'm saying they're gonna grab that hand to fucking get information out of him. The, the fucking Mister Wrench and Mister Numbers. That's the first thing they're gonna do is pop that hand next episode. <sighs> I'm predicting the slam of that hand against the wall. Peace. Yeah, and he's going to pass out from the pain. That's my prediction for next episode. They're building that hand up too much. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be great. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, f- uh, four to five puss hands for uh, Fargo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Weird. I think I'm going to go with four and a half out of five, whatever. All right, let's do blacklist. Go. Oof. This number one. eight, dude. Mr. Berlin, number Berlin. eight. Yep, the highest number to date. What? So who does that make number one? Interesting. Anyway, this is the guy who's been after. Who do you work for? Number two. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) So Berlin is the mysterious figure who has been after Red, Reddington, Redley for the last, whatever, 20 years. And we found out that every one of these blacklisters Red has set up specifically to protect himself to lead himself back to Berlin. He yes. knew Berlin was the problem, but he was using the FBI to defuse the blacklist in such a way as to reveal Berlin. Yes. Is that's what it right. turns out to be. It's like, but huh? at the beginning, all you see is some guy coughing yeah. all over the place, like coughing blood, falling oh, over, yes. getting really sick. And he opens a syringe at one point, and you're like, well, what the fuck is that? Because he puts it away. And then the next thing you know, he's dead on the floor. And it turns out that he dies from... What's the virus? The world's most deadliest virus ever. Uh, Herpes. Simplex <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 12. Yeah, no, this it was like Cullen... <laughs> the Cullen something. virus. Yeah, Cullen Macaulay vi- Culkin virus. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> the Culkin, the Macaulay Culkin virus. Yes. It makes you... If you look at Macaulay Culkin, you wouldn't want that, guys. Come on. <laughs> You've seen pictures of him recently. Right. The Macaulay so anyway, Culkin virus. It's, it's fatal within 24 hours. 
Um, yes. Your lungs basically implode inside you and you cough them out. Um, yeah, me. And you bleed out your ears. Yeah. yeah. All, and yeah, you have like a nasty skin rash, all this shit. Yes. But it's being used as leverage. So these people have specific jobs that are needed to bring Berlin into the country. Whoa. Completely uh, quietly. Uh, you all right? Okay, go. And uh, go check, check, so, check. Yeah, it was just my headphones. Oh, check. I couldn't check. hear myself. <laughs> anyway, so um, yes. yeah, so there's like a there's a air traffic controller, a uh, electric electrical engineer, electrician, a cleaning lady, like all these people who have very specific roles to fulfill. One of them dies. <clears throat> the security truck driver who was going to provide some help to Berlin. And so they have to get a new guy. And CDC comes on site, notifies the FBI. The Cullen virus is about. Red notifies the FBI that this is all a ploy directed at him. And so they find the doctor, a guy at the CDC. Yes. um, Who had created the virus. And they inject his ass with it. So then he's forced to give up, you know, the names of the people involved in this plot to bring Berlin in the country. That's right. Okay. And, uh, oh, what happened? So, yeah, uh, Red is also, um, the FBI turns on Red. They're, uh, they're, they're going to uh, arrest him and no, throw be, him all in because, solitary. No, because what's her face, which is a stupid oh, story Lizzie, plot. Yeah, she... I didn't want to talk to you anymore. I'm not talking yeah, to you. She, I didn't want to talk to you. It's stupid. I don't know. They're losing me with her. Uh, I don't know. She's mad about Red killing her stepdaddy. Whatever. We don't even know. Among other things. But anyway. Um, oh, yes. Don't do that. What Siri, the hell? Siri got turned on. Oh. Um, so, but yeah, Lizzie, creepy, Lizzie's man. throwing a hissy fit about Red. Red is trying to catch Berlin or kill yes. Berlin or whatever. <clears throat> um, the FBI is going not, to... Not the band Berlin. Right. But the man Berlin. Right. That would be too much of a service to the country. Red's a criminal, so he'll let Berlin uh, could No, continue. what's a good Berlin song, guys? Come on. You tell me. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> Take your breath away. Bing, bing. I, I don't Bing, no. bing. Bing, bing. Come on. Yeah, I know the song. Yeah. I'm not That's a fan. Berlin. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Top Gun, guys. Come on. So, and then the FBI is turning on Red and are trying to arrest him all at this same time in this episode it ends with berlin's plane <clears throat> flying over <laughs> the yeah. um square where red is about yeah, to be course. arrested by like 50 fbi officers yeah and it's just a man in a freaking big beanie on his head or a big overcoat going yeah I don't so know. and we'll but see. as the plane flies overhead one of its engines is on fire yeah, they've been taken. So Berlin yeah. is in a plane that's crashing, and Red is getting arrested by the FBI. Yeah, and that's the penultimate. So we'll see what the season ender has. I don't know. I rated um, two out of five ear holes, three out of five eye holes, and about three out of five um, whining Lizzie's. <laughs> <laughs> she's so whiny. Yeah, she was particularly whiny. She's this. always whiny, man. Eh, no, don't she's do this. Not. Stop talking to me. Oh. Well, remember when she's like doing the silent treatment, going like, "Oh, what did he just say to me? Oh, he told you to do to do." And yeah, he's, that's true. That's that like what are you very fucking five? Come on, um, she's an FBI agent acting like a six year old. Yeah. So one. Uh, <laughs> this is I'll so say, sad. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go for it. She's fragile. 
Her husband turned out to be a spy. Her, Wah. yeah, I know, right? Anyway, um, I will say four out of five uh, carved neck tattoo messages. Oh, that was a good. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's a that's a shitty tattoo. Dude, it's yeah. like, oh, that's a shitty. tattoo. This guy had a big giant black widow on his neck, <laughs> and, and Tom, the father or the the husband of Lizzie, yes, the spy guy, um, who was using her basically. Yeah, cuts he, it off uh, his neck. He cuts this uh, tattoo off a guy's neck who had been following him for red. One of red's and then guys. mails it to red. Oh, Jesus. what yeah. he used to cut it off? I don't they know. don't show exacto uh, or something. Razor blade. Yeah, probably. She I don't was know. greater. So you rent it. Okay, four to five. Um, spider neck flesh pieces. Yeah, something like that. Okay, uh, Wolverine three is going to be Jackman's last movie. Uh, Assassin's Creed oh, movie geez. has a director now. Mm-hmm. Uh, have we rated everything, guys? Oh, Vice. Uh, give it five out of five. Corrupt Indian cops and Fallout Russian families. So they have these families that live in these fallout areas, and they're basically been mutated over generations, and they're just weird. Oh, next to Chernobyl? No, it's uh, weird fallout families. Uh, look it up on the last Vice episode, guys. It's weird. Yeah, that sounds interesting. It is very interesting. It was strange and disturbing. Uh, what else did we write, guys? Um, I didn't do Blue Ruin. I'll do it next time. What are we at? Two hours? <laughs> Thirty minutes. What? Jesus Christ! All right, dude, we're out of here. Holy shit. See ya. Um, uh, all right, guys. What? Shout out to Hanging Outcast. Yes. Uh, um, growing up, not growing old. Thank you. Uh, Knights of the Octagon. Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> Geek's um, old brother. Hanging Outcast. Podcast in the woods. Uh, uh, who uh, the fuck else? You uh, listen to some I don't. Dorktown. Uh, Dorktown. Popkin Media. Yeah. Um, I don't know who else. Who else, Yoa? I think you got them all. All right, yeah, cut me off at two hours, man. I'm gonna go two hours and thirty minutes. Oh, it was fun. Whatever. It's the penultimate episode, guys. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so next year or next uh, what? Next episode will be our season finale. On to season seven. That's gonna be like three hours, right? Four hours. <laughs> 18 hours. Okay. Wait, what's the record? Like 72 or some shit? I, th- I don't know, dude. I'm not going to do that shit. <laughs> you guys on speed? Yeah, you have to. Okay, so yeah, guys. Uh, just take it easy. Just on the air for 72 hours. Um, smoke more weed. And smoke more weed. Bye. Smoke weed. Say bye. Later. Bye. All right, later. Later.